Hey everybody, this is a podcast for me, a podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host Kevin, also known as K-Dog. But we also we have a co-host Ever. That's pretty much the format nowadays. And in this podcast, uh, we get into PlayStation 5 talk. And we get into, not riots per se, but uh, things of... The nature of removing statues and def- defunding the police. And then we just go right back into Space Force. And that's pretty good. And then there's like little bits of stuff here and there. So if you do like the content, please like and subscribe. Uh, leave a review on the iTunes. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And enjoy. Am I recording? Yes, I am. Hey, everybody. This is a podcast for we, a podcast we've made for ourselves as well as others. We, meaning we're not trying to, you know, neutral. We're just trying to, you know, we, we don't conform to any kind of gender here. So we're we's and they's, I think. Anyways. What about those? Uh, yeah, I know, right? So how, how are you doing uh, this week? Uh, any, uh, any updates? Any, uh, yeah, man. PS Five looks like it's gonna look like a bunch of weird things that they slap together. Okay, let's. That is, hmm. You know, I wasn't even thinking of talking to that, but let's uh, let's let's do some PS Five talk because we are nerds. Let's let's hold the moniker. What do you think of it? Um, I hope they come out with an all black version. I think it, we're all texting each other, and I think we all kind of came up with the same yeah. thing, right? Like right away, like they went white. That's the first time because they used to be it was gray then black then. No, it's white. Now, now, if you had a PlayStation X, when they came out with PlayStation, they had like various versions. No, PlayStation 2 had various versions of it. They had one they called the PlayStation X, which I've seen in Japan. It was white. But um, it would be cool if they had different colors. I don't think they will, though. I like the, uh, I like the digital only edition. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? I, I heard you guys talking about it because I didn't really watch the full thing. I've read bits and pieces. Digital so, play online. So one of them is going to have the optical drive, the one where you put CDs into, and the other one is not going to have it. So in other words, it's only going to be able to download digital content and play digital content. Oh. Uh, but well, it, it'll save you money if you already have something else dedicated to playing 4Ks or Blu-rays or whatever, and if you don't use physical media. Oh, shit. That's interesting. What do you think? What do you think about that? Pretty cool. Give I'm, me I'm still gonna get the drive, the one with the optical drive. Um, Wait, you're getting the optical drive? Oh, well, duh. Okay, yeah, duh. Yeah, because you want the. Yeah, I'm still gonna get the optical drive, uh, but I don't know. I just thought that that was that was a really good option to give the consumers. It's funny. The people who would buy the cheaper version that could download it are the very first people that can afford the optical drive because if you're poor, you usually don't have good internet. You know what I mean? So you're going to buy this fucking thing and you won't be able to, you know. Well, Sony already has 4K drives that they use in their 4K players. So I'm pretty sure that's like a parts bin thing. They're just taking it off of one thing and sticking it in the console. No, I know. And then then to give people different price points and actually invest in, you know, the horsepower, you know, that goes into like graphics and all that stuff. um, That systems do Sorry? That both systems will be the same though. Like yeah, they'll be the same. Yeah, they'll be the same. Yeah. So everyone will be able to do the disc thing. And I, I think, I don't know. I, I finally, I, my Onkyo receiver went out. And so I bought a Sony receiver. And I didn't want to spend a whole lot of money. So actually, I bought an open box one for 250 bones. 
and it's the cheapest I've spent on a receiver in the past 14 years. Do I sound echoey? I had a problem in the other room. When, and not this, when we recorded podcasts before, I had the speaker pointed at me, but apparently you're supposed to have it straight up. And that's how it goes. So I don't, I don't know if this room is causing an echo because I, I think I'm hearing an echo. I don't hear it. Yeah, you can only really tell in the um, pod and the, um, the audio form of this podcast, which I inadvertently listen to while I'm delivering pizzas. So, uh, anyways, the receiver I bought, uh, it doesn't come with all the extra bells and whistles that I don't use. It has decent power, it and it has all the inputs, outputs, and it just it's. Its main function is to receive inputs, send it out to the TV, and put out speaker sounds, including Dolby Atmos and all those new codecs. So they, it's a lot cheaper because it doesn't come with like satellite radio and all this other bullshit that you don't need. That I don't, I don't need. I don't use it right because I have, I have a smart TV. Was your original receiver a player of some sort? My original receiver was an Onkyo seven point two, but it. Did, it it came out right before Atmos came out. So yeah. it didn't have a, an Atmos. It would see Atmos as like Dolby True HD audio. Oh. But it would never it would never play like the high channels. So now now I have a receiver and I put up some high channels. Oh, okay. It's cool, but I think the I think the seven channel bed layer is is a little bit more immersive. Either that or I, I need to put speakers like in the actual ceiling to, to get the sound that I want. Hmm been reading a lot online it doesn't seem like that ceiling bounce thing really does much but i hear you it's it's incorporating that technology with the um like a sound bar but bounce well, because usually you don't want reflections yeah you know in sound the only time you want reflections is with the sub yeah you because know and it's, it's a radio different frequency yeah 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 but that when you're trying to reflect things at you know the same frequencies as your other speakers you start canceling shit out and it doesn't sound right you should just make your whole fucking roof a big speaker. Yeah, the roof on this fucking thing is falling apart, so I don't really want to stick anything up there anyway. So. Sadly, like, the best speakers are always... It, it's like old tech always works big, you know? Like, yeah, you can't it, be... It's math. It's physics. The physics of sound, you know? Big-ass driver and different sizes. It, it's just hard to... Like, Bose, they, they got it down to a science. They get these little speakers, and they give out as if they were huge. And it's hard to find speakers that that can do that as a small speaker because you're talking mountain on top of the ceiling and shit. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, so you would preferably want something small so it doesn't you know fall or anything like that. Especially if, like the sound, you know. Yeah. But that's a hard thing to find, and you know, you know, the best way to do it is to get a huge speaker. It always works, even if you fuck up and get a cheap speaker. It still works better than any fucking five-star fucking speaker yeah my sir vegas they crank man they're they're loud but i did notice this this receiver i got has 10 percent less running wattage rms rating and uh i can't i mean i can't listen to it loud anyways because then i piss off the neighbors so i can actually it sounds good at like the regular list the thing is 250 bucks and i'm not ready to spend what i really want to spend which is about 1200 dollars uh, I'm not ready for that right now. I, I need a. I got a pretty good deal on mine. I bought mine for like four when it was on sale, and it was supposed to be eight. So that's pretty good. But the, it, it all cracks down. It really does crack down to your speakers, honestly. 
like if you have huge speakers it just doesn't matter you know like you always get the crystal clarity of uh of, of sound when you have a bigger speaker it just works that way i mean like i i've researched fucking polk audio fucking speakers or kenwood and i mean i, I went the distance and no matter how it was nothing beats a bigger speaker and then naturally a bigger speaker polk you know or right. or, or like 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 if you're getting name brand and shit like that it, it sucks unless you get a buzz I, it seems like like for some reason bose is the only one and they don't have, I don't think they have Atmos. I think the highest they have is 5.1. They're, and they're, but they're little speakers, man. They, they, they fucking blast. With, with Atmos, you could almost turn any speaker into an Atmos speaker. I mean, it's not anything super special. I think, uh, I think the best Atmos speakers, though, are the, the single drivers um, because you want to disperse the sound. When you, when you put like one speaker over the other, um, you get this like horizontal, uh, I forgot what it was called, but you get more of a horizontal sound because, you know, the verticals cancel each other out and that's not the sound that you're trying to get out of atmosphere. You're trying to fill the whole upper yeah. space. I'm more about clarity of sound, not just loud, but clarity. And the Bose speakers pound for pound were always like, you can hear pin drops individually as opposed to just loud. Cause I've always gotten loud. I always, I've always achieved that. But it's always about that clarity. You know, audiophiles always shit on Bose, but I like them. Yeah, I, he does. Yeah, lie. a lot of audiophiles shit on them and say, "Well, you could get an Onkyo that just." And I'm like, I, I hear you, but like, look at the size of this fucker. You know, these little fucking things, man. I know, I know they overprice, but it's that tech, you know, that little guy that just like boom, and you're like, wow, that's almost as good almost not i'm not saying it's the best but almost as good as one of them huge fuckers and i could get any huge fucker say polk folk you know off brand you know kenwood ken steel or some shit like that and it'll still sound better than say well like than a bose speaker it just, right. just i don't know it's just, it, it is you're right it's physics it's just you know the biggest gun usually works you know and i wish they would just invest in the technology because when you start getting you know get a house and shit and you want to like decorate it just it the bulky speakers doesn't mesh well with the furniture it just doesn't right. and the little fucking um bose works it's just that it's it's bose it's 5.1 i'm pretty sure if you paid like 15 grand or something like maybe there's a bose system that can go to seven i i don't i've never heard of it but I think they're all 5.1. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that guy. I'm not, I don't know this shit. <laughs> uh, the big ones right now are Denon, Marantz. Of course. Um, of course. Yeah. I, I went Sony. I think mine's a Sony or a Yamaha. One of the two. Well, I ended up, now I have, I mean, it, and it, I just kind of organically ended up going this direction. A Sony TV, Sony PlayStation, Sony 4K player, and a Sony receiver. Yeah. I'm I, sure. I, I just ended up there. Yeah. And it's not that I was like, okay, you know, filter out all other brands and only search Sony. No, I was just looking at the prices and stuff. And then this one's actually like 380 bucks, but I found an open box for 250. That's good. And when I picked it up, it's brand new. There's no scratches. Yeah, it's, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, it, but it's missing the setup mic. But I've always been good at setting my own shit up. So. Never needed the setup mic ever. Like for. Yeah. Well, let's let's say let's say I get the setup mic, with. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to get the Geek Squad. They, I couldn't do it online for some reason. The setup mic, I found it online for 
25 bucks. The Geek Squad protection for four years is 60 bucks. So that's going to be uh, 60 but needed 25, the geek $85, right? Nice. I saved 120 So even at the end of the day, it's a better deal because I, I bought it new with everything in it. It even has a remote. And it's going to have four years of protection instead of the one year of protection that you usually get. But have you ever needed it? The Geek Squad? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, that's how I scored my TV, remember? What, your TV fucked up? So I had bought a 3D 65-inch TV, and yeah. then I bought I Geek that. Squad protection. And then they gave me back, uh, two and a half years later, they gave me back all the money that I spent on that 3D TV. Let me keep the 3D TV because it's still watchable. It's st- it still looks really good, actually. Um, let me keep the TV, gave me the price that I paid for the TV, and I got to put that towards this other TV, which I also put Geek Squad protection on. All I'm saying is it's like, the money that I saved, I'm still going to come out saving maybe 35 bucks, but I'm going to have four years of protection on it because I'm going to beat the shit out of this thing. And it gets hot here. That's why I couldn't podcast last week because it, it was too damn hot. Man. It's hot today, but last week it was an extra 15 degrees. And uh, I wasn't going to be able to... Speaking of which, you got that uh, portable AC? How's that working? Uh, it's working okay. My space is small, so it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Good enough. But the problem is it's, like, it's right here. So... That shit worked. Like, is it the one you had before? Because that shit was working. I got cold. Uh, yeah. It's it, well. This one's. A, I got another one. Somebody let me borrow it. Uh, I'm glad they did though, because like I got. I, I there was a lot of other expenses that came up. Um, but it has the same BTU rating, the same displacement. What fifteen? Fifteen thousand? Uh, I forget what it was. No, not that much. Really? No, not that much. Like I normally like fifteen is good. Yeah, that's. I'm not gonna. I can't. Shit, you know, man. Fuck. When we moved, we we gave up our uh, portable AC. You should have fucking been there. Took it. We moved so. I far. didn't know. I didn't even. I wasn't thinking. I was in a blind fucking. Let's go. Let's. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I remember it was. It was a uh, mm. crazy. We straight off PlayStation Five talk. I mean, there's some good shit there. So my point was. My point was this. It's just Sony. Sony seems to be making components so that you can customize your layout you know like i was saying the receiver doesn't come with all the extra shit that i already have with my 4k player with my playstation with my tv you know so they can actually cut the cost down by eliminating all that random shit that you don't need the one thing it has that i think is just like gangbusters bluetooth because then my phone can do all the other shit that the other super expensive receivers do, you know and then i can walk around and actually like change shit from my phone so you know, the, the, what they're doing with the PS5, taking out that optical drive is basically, you know, saying to everybody that doesn't use physical media anymore, hey, you know, if you already got a setup and you don't want to spend as much money on a, on a PS5, here it is. Because I think the whole point is to flood everybody's house with a PlayStation. I agree. And um, I have to say with the um, – so, so think about the person who's buying the, the cheaper PlayStation. If, you, if that person really does care about cost – Chances are they don't have good internet. No, but this gives you the chance. This gives them the chance instead of, I don't know what the savings are going to be, but instead of spending the money on the extra, you could spend your money on your internet instead. You would think that, right? But I'm I'm thinking, I'm really am thinking about the the families that bought the Xbox or whatever the cheapest system is over the other thing. And they usually never had good internet. 
And the main, the primary component of the, of the, uh, you know, the driveless fucking system is to have really good internet. You, you know, you have to have good internet and that shit's not cheap. So, I mean, like the very, I mean, it's a good idea in theory, but I, I just don't think, um, I think that might not work well because they're going to have to figure a way for people to get games. You know what I mean? Like, so I have, so I bought the cheaper thing, but I can't afford good internet. How am I going to get games? Well, I mean, if I, you remember being that age, I remember being that age where there's a will, there's a way, you know? And if you're a kid and you want to save a hundred bucks, you save the hundred bucks and you go over to a buddy's house and say, Hey, can I plug my internet in? Like, can I put my, my PlayStation in and download some games that, you know, that, that the free games for the month or whatever, you know? Fucking right. There you go. Any cost savings, there's cost savings, you know? Any money you can save or cut corners or, or, or anything. All buying the one with the disc drive, though, right? But there's something else that, I mean, they haven't talked about, but oh. I'm sure this would go into it. Um, without the disc drive there, you have more space for cooling, you know? They might, they might, close, they might form it a little bit closer. But now you don't have that big old thing there sucking up and storing heat. I don't think they'll do that. So, you know, that could help with that. Not that thing um, to break. What? They want it to break. I mean, they, they won't they won't make it less, like, breakable, you know? No, they don't want it to break because they lose money on every system that they sell. You got to remember, um, all, the, all the console guys, they lose money on the consoles that they sell. The money they make is in media. So anytime they sell a game, that's where the real money's being made is licensing and, uh, and, and all that access to the contents. I know? think that was for PlayStation 3, but I don't think for PlayStation 4. I know for PlayStation 3, they lost on that. I don't think they lost. They've all lost money. We could read about it, but uh, everything I've ever read, and then this, this, this last console cycle lasted how long? Seven years? Eight years? We'll do. It's supposed to go for 10 and they release it three years before that cycle. Cause when yeah, PlayStation- I've only had to buy, I mean, I didn't even need to replace my other PlayStation four. I bought the pro and it came out and I sold my four and the four is actually still going. I sold some kid in Tijuana and he's still playing on it. I know, but what's your point? The, the, the consoles aren't made to break. They don't want them to. Break. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, as in, um, yeah, I, I, I misspoke then if that's the, case but what you're saying like yeah we'll just chop out this part and then sell it for cheaper but we'll design it a little bit different i don't think they're going to do anything of the nature they're going to make it look the same you know just uh no in the pictures you can see it has like the it has this form and then the the one with the disc actually has like a lump on it it actually looks pretty ugly and then the one without it is more uniform on the side hmm I guess. I really don't think that's going to do anything for like temperature wise. I mean, like, yeah, maybe, but I don't think um, that's a mute point. I really don't. I don't have a, a dog in the fight for that one. I'm probably going to buy the optical one, right? So I can play 4K movies. I mean, that's, yeah, I'll have a 4K say. player. You know, I'll, just, I'll probably just say, that. I have a 4K player, but like, I would probably move that to the bedroom and then just let the PlayStation do it. I just well, sink shit on 4K. Like, and then like, because I'm finding it that the more as time progresses, I'm not watching the same shit as I used to in the sense that um, I'm not, I'm not coming back to stuff. I do, but then I only do for that one time. So it would be a thing where I would just rent it, you know, like for instance, interstellar 4k, I don't have, and I interstellar, I have to say is one of my favorite movies to watch with my kid. 
I mean, it's that father-daughter thing. And I think of my, my long-haired kid as a daughter. No, I'm joking. No, but um, I mean, I really like watching it. He's a nerd. I'm a nerd. He loves science. And, and there's something about it. And so every once in a while, I'll rent the movie. And like, like yeah, I haven't. And it's like four bucks for like the 4K experience, you know? Why don't you hit up uh, one of our friends for their voodoo? Oh, I, I, I see what you're saying. But like, I don't really... It's it's nothing to me. You know what I mean? Like I know, maybe like if I keep doing this, ten years down the road, yeah, I will then lose out eventually. But this is a once a year, maybe maybe once every two years, because it's like four bucks, and then you got what? How many? How many? Because how much is it? Twenty bucks for the four K Blu-ray? I'm wondering if I bought Interstellar in four K or if I bought it in Blu-ray and four K. Well, you bought it as soon as it came out, and it didn't come out 4K first. So then I have both versions of it. That makes sense. I mean, like, I don't see you waiting. I'll send you the coat, because I probably have the coat. The voodoo? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to watch I watched it again yesterday. But I'm really not going to watch it again for another year, maybe two. Shit, I'll probably watch it tonight. I've been, I've been wanting to watch it. With my new setup, I kind of want to watch it. Uh, yeah, that really does test the 4K. It tests the sound. I mean, everything. And I fucking, I get a little lit. I get a little drunk watching it. And I fucking tear up, dude. I'll tell Stop you. Max. Have you watched Ford versus Ferrari? No, not yet. I've been, you know what? I've been like edging towards it, dude. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking watch it. You know, it's a Father Son movie. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It is. It's, it's, it's deceptively so. Like you kind of say anything. Don't fucking say anything. I'm going to watch it. Not, yeah, I, not today. I feel I'm doing uh, probably tomorrow. I'll probably watch watch tomorrow. Well, no. I shared that code with uh, with Weto. Oh, you did? Watch it in good quality too. Cause, um, the, oh, I definitely, I don't, yeah, I'm good. It, I, well, it's practical effects. So so the cars are like actually there and it's kind of. Well, yeah, I mean, I this know, sci-fi I, fucking movie. Why would it not be practical effects? That'd be stupid. Because everything's in CG now. Oh, dude. Have you watched, uh, have you watched you watched the Mandalorian, right? I love that show. Okay. Have you watched the gallery? A making of or whatever? Yeah, yeah I've seen that on the Disney. I watch it. It's so good. Oh my gosh. They used some shit in there that I was just like, they did what? How the fuck did they do that? There's this thing, uh, I think it's an episode, the third or the second or third episode. It's called The Volume. And uh have you ever watched like the making of of like uh, Oblivion, the Tom Cruise movie? Yeah. Well, they did this thing where they create this giant screen around the people, right? And it's playing the background, like it's actually playing the background. And then, so the people are acting, and instead of putting a green screen around them, you can actually you light them with the background. So the lighting looks like they're actually where they're supposed to be. So in the Mandalorian. What they did was they took these like 360 degree cameras, mapped out their locations without a big old camera crew, took it back to this fucking like the IMAX dome. Remember Ruben H. Fleet Space Center? You ever been there? It's almost like that. So they're in the space and they're acting and they're moving in the space. And then they had to invent something else for it too. As the camera's moving through the space, you can't leave the background the way it is. So to create parallax, like, as the camera moves like the background shifts like this you know you see it in like cartoons and shit they program video game graphics and engines into the cameras to create them like first person shooters right so the camera turns into a first person shooter moves through the scene 
and changes the background according to how it's supposed to move against the foreground. Wow. It's amazing, dude. And then the fact that I think they got, was it Unreal? They, they mentioned a couple of like names that you only hear like at video games, you know? Mm. And, and I was just like, fuck. And they're talking about, yeah, you know, it was really cool to bring in the game engines and to be able to use the, the camera in the 3D space, but to actually create the parallax. And then you think of some of the scenes that you thought were shot on location. You thought they were shot on green screen. They were shot in this fucking thing called the volume. And I was just like, get the fuck out. It's cool, dude. It's, it's I really thought a lot of this was shot in the desert. And like, no. Like, really? No. Wow. I wish no. you told me that. Don't tell me anything. I want to watch. You don't tell me about shit. I, w- I want to watch. The I- other cool thing is all the directors are there, and so you hear the directors talking about stuff. Man, and Dave Filoni. Don't say another fucking word. God, holy Dave. shit, dude. He's the man, right? Dave Filoni starts breaking down some Star Wars canon shit, and I was just like, <sighs> and he's like, he should be the fucking movie runner. Like he for, should, he should run the foot. Everything movie. Star Wars should run through him first, and they need a kid. And then it's funny because Kathleen Kennedy is there in all the interviews, right? They're roundtable interviews. I was feeling and, now. I feel bad, and, mm-hmm. but it's funny because you hear her try to like give her two cents to make it sound like you know <laughs> she's still part of the creative process, and and everybody else is kind of like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like they, I think they all know that she fucked up too. She did one good thing, though. It's like she brought in the right people for most projects, with the exception of the dude that did um, The Last Jedi, you know? Um, Rianne, whatever. Rianne Johnson. John Johnson. Now, that guy, he's like a Dave Filoni wannabe. Dude, you see Knives Out? <sighs> no, I gotta watch it. He, I mean, like, I really, Ryan Johnson, is it? I really, you know, because I'm real mad, right? And when I saw that Knives Out, I was like, you know, I mean, maybe he should never do Star Wars and just do these movies. He's, he's, good. he's, got, he's got good ideas. But the thing is, it was, uh, he wanted to, to subvert your expectations. And yeah, yeah. You don't go to Star Wars for that. He said, that. fuck the audience. That's what he said. Yeah, no, you don't get... That. You're not Andy Kaufman, you know. You're, you're, you're. you're yeah. This is Star Wars, yeah. and it's supposed to be an escape, you know. Yet, uh, you know, um, Empire Strikes Back was was pretty dark, but it was still an escape, you know. Yeah. Well, and it was part of two parts, and it was subvert, but it was different at that time. You don't need that shit now. It was it subverted the movie experience because all it did was you know give you a cliffhanger at the end, and back then cliffhangers were like. What? Yeah. Well, no, it was good though because you got that good. one complete movie. You really don't need anything after that. But then they made a part two, and they ended it with a cliffhanger, like as if they knew what they were doing at the time. But let, let's go back to PlayStation Five. Shit, right. we haven't really covered anything. So when they demonstrated everything, they didn't really show much other than the games. A lot of indie games too. Well, you know what? They've been talking a lot about the the specs. No, no. no before that but yeah the, the show was all games free yeah i know a lot about the specs you know and um one thing i would like about it that i like about it already is the and this is a stupid thing to say is the backward capability only because only because playstation 4 games are pretty up there they're pretty upscale but there's a constant thread that hasn't been fixed since playstation 2 is load 
mm-hmm. or PlayStation One, shit, loading times. And if they could just nail that, that would be fucking tight. Well, that's the cool thing about this. You can have a fucking PlayStation Four game, and they did the load times. I've seen it. It was like one one game was like two seconds, and then it went down to like point zero three seconds. I was like, what? Can you imagine playing Tekken? Well, they did this one thing. It was it it was supposed it supposedly. I mean, as of right now, supposedly, it was Ratchet and Clank, uh, gameplay on a ps5 right but he's like warping through one world to another world to another world in real time like you see yeah. him jump into this other world and it's like there's stuff going on in the backgrounds and stuff but and then he like, has to warp again and jumps into somewhere and there's another mapped out world that usually would take like 10 or 15 seconds to load yeah there's no load time yeah they were they were using that to kind of show off the idea of no load times i think yeah <laughs> This is a great theme because like, okay, think about the graphics. Like they showed some games and it was cool. You bladed grass. I do not care. In fact, I mean, they can keep upscaling these graphics. It really gets to a point where you stop giving a shit and you only want to play the game. And I I noticed a lot of these games, like with the graphics and everything, it's, it's a one-off man. You're like, Oh wow, that looked good. But really it is the game like Uncharted. Well, you know, like you're not big in Uncharted, but the gameplay is terrible. Like you can't climb on certain rocks and shit, but people are like swear up and down. It's the best game ever. Cause it does look good, but the actual gameplay is like, I could jump way the fuck over here, but in this little part, I can't cause the game design. But nobody gives a shit, you know? And here we are with graphics again. I'm like, Oh fuck, what a waste. It's like it's like when we talked about our, our when we're reviewing games, you know what's important, yeah. and it it does go back to gameplay. Yeah, uh, there's been you know low fidelity games that yeah. had a lot of success. Uh, Breath of the Wild, you know. There you go, and like load times, dude. That's a thing. Like that's a wait. What a waste of time that you're you're loading. You know that should be some because because computers have fucking figured this out like 10, 20 years ago. You know, you get a faster computer, it's it just works. So why can't we just get to the game to get to that level, you know? Well, because there's also like a technology freeze when you when you commit to a system. So the PS5 is going to be obsolete by the time it comes out, right? There's no way to future-proof things because you can't invent something in the future for now and you then see, it catches up. There was PlayStation 3 games towards the end of its life. There was no load times. In fact, that was a pitching point of the game. And they, they were still good looking. It's not it's not that there were no load times. They were getting intelligent about how they did the loads. I know, but then you go to PlayStation 4, and we're right back where we started. Yeah, because they were trying to use more of the horsepower yeah. to drive the graphics cards. Yeah, like, like, like a game like Tekken. I mean, dude, dude, when we go into a fight, it is fucking forever before you fight. That's ludicrous, though. Tekken does it stupid, because you can hit rematch... And it'll reload everything all over again. Yeah. So some, some game designers didn't use that correctly. Like, it was already loaded. The map is already loaded. The character's already loaded. Why is there loading again? Yeah, but, like, loading in general, though, it, it shouldn't be a thing, especially in a fighting game. I mean, like, if not, dub your graphics down because Tekken, like, whatever Tekken that was on PlayStation 3 looked pretty good. I mean, what am I playing this game for is to fucking play. Let's fight. I don't want to fucking wait, you know? And then, like, look at games like Destiny. There ain't that much loading, except for, you know, when you go to a planet, of course. But, like, when you're going from map to map, you know what I mean? When you're on that planet, you're going map to map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It loads pretty quick. I There you go. They fucking figured it out. The only thing that there's loading is when you go to a planet. But other than that, I mean, they fucking got it down. So, I mean, it's there. 
figure it out. Well, in fact, they, I mean, it's their own fucking system. They should be like, look, you can't, you don't meet our standard. You, you can't be out here. Fucking figure it out, you know? I mean, god damn it, you know? Well, I mean, re- rendering takes time. Oh, looks I like agree, but they can figure it out. Yeah, looks like they're figuring it out. Um, figured it out before this, before PlayStation 3. They figured this out. It should be a standard. I'm just hoping my PSVR works on the PS5 at launch, at least. You know, I, I fully expect them to create, like, another version of VR eventually, but I, I hope that mine works because it'd be cool to play the games with the PS5's horsepower. Hey, speaking of which, is there any VR haptic features are going on? I, or would we be joking about that shit on, on the text? Because I remember someone said, I know we were joking haptic uh, parts, but I mean like as in, uh, yeah, I don't want to get, go there. <laughs> no, but, it's just controllers. just controllers vibrate. Nothing else? Like I thought like um, for VR, no, nothing? Man, like how hard would it be to fucking put a glove on it, you know, haptic, you know? But that's what the controller does. Okay, it's not the same as a glove. No, no, that'd be cool. But now you're talking about like Ready Player One type stuff. Yeah, I mean it's not hard. All they have to do is do it, and then it would suck, right? But then the next generation, it would be good, right? I mean, like <laughs> shit. Like I mean, like you look at like ten years, man. You got from PlayStation to PlayStation Two, and that, Jesus, you're shooting. For, first, you're shooting like ten bottles at once. And now, like, you know, PlayStation 2, you can shoot individual bottles, <laughs> you know? So, like, I mean, it'll take that long. I don't know. I digress. You know what? Let's get into some meaty things. Unless you want – hey, did you watch anything lately? How about Space Force? So you want to break down Space Force real quick? Did you finish watching it? Yes, I did. <laughs> did you hey, like it? You know what? To be continued. I want to get at some hard shit and then oh. go back to it, you know? All right, let me share the screen. Uh, share. There it is. Share this fucking shit right here. We, do you see this? You see that shit? Oh, uh, you know what? I didn't see. Zoom, I didn't watch, like, let me the news about that thing that happened. Um. Oh, but do you know what you know what it's about, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody's kneeling for, in support of uh, BLM. Yeah, but come on. You, come on. You see my mouse? See... Yeah. Is that? I mean, is that like an African thing? Of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm showing my ignorance right here. You know, I'm I'm embracing it. You know, I'm not, what else would it be? What that is? What? Oh, it's it's uh, it's what they call a kente cloth. All right, it's part of the Ashanti tribe in okay. Africa, and this is a thing where so you got Democrats, right? But believe it or not, there's other branches of groups that you know they vote accordingly, and one is called the Black Caucus, and um, they recommended. Uh, to wear these uh, kente cloths and do the kneeling thing. And so they did it, right? But, I mean, what do you well, think? What does the cloth mean? I mean, I, I think there's other things. If, if, they want, if they want something that represents the BLM movement, they should create something that represents the BLM movement. No, this is more for African Americans. Yeah, it, then I don't know if they should be wearing it. Because Floyd, like, I'm pretty confident we can go and search his house he ain't got kente cloths. He doesn't know what the Shanti tribe was. You know, n- none of this shit. Right. Anything to do with him. Other than the fact that he's black, African-Americans are, you know, from Africa. Yeah, but the movement is not just about him, though. I mean, he, he's kind of like the, the the thing that happened to him. But they did for like eight minutes. He's a lot of other people, too. Yeah, but uh, they 
kneeled for that amount of time, you know. So the Democrats are showing their solidarity, you know. Like, yeah, we're all about Black Lives Matters. That's why we're wearing this African stuff, and that's why we're kneeling. What is that not? Of like just seeing them do that does not not just show the hypocrisy. It's like pandering. It doesn't feel genuine. Right? <laughs> You're fucking right. I think I think real power would be all right. We're working on this bill. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna roll this out. We're not even gonna count votes. We're just gonna send it out there and let these motherfuckers vote no. They're gonna vote no, and then have them tell us why they're voting no. You know, when it comes to like police reform or you know. Ah. But it wasn't that, like this was a bigger deal than than you know like in the sense that like this this fucking raged off the internet it was like everywhere and I was just like you're right it's pandering and I was just like this is a thing that they thought was a good idea do you think this was a good idea no I think it I think it radicalizes both sides it made I, me angry I think if there are people on the right they're just gonna get more pissed off. Yeah, well, they're going to call him out. They're going to say... You're they're going to call him out, and they're going to get more yeah, more to their side. Say so you're a Democrat, which you are. What do you think? That's fucking infuriating. It's like... it's I don't know. It's like, vote for me, you know? Uh, yeah, I totally care. It feels like they really don't care. It feels like, it feels like baby kissing. Yeah. Yeah, baby kissing. Yeah, I care for you, mm, but not really. That's how I felt. I don't think they get two shits. That's that. I felt it insulting. Uh oh, you paused. Uh oh. I was watching the first one where Loki's in Stuttgart. Uh huh. It's because I just saw the recording light come back on. Okay, oh. so I'm watching Avengers. Okay. One where Loki's in Stuttgart, Germany, and he's like telling people to kneel, and he's subjugating them, right? Yeah. And I'm like. Okay. There's got to be another way to do it. Kneel, but with your head up. You know, because kneeling with your head down, it just it it it's not good optics, especially for the people that are on the right that feel like they're giving up everything, you know, and kneeling before another entity that's not the same entity that's been in power for the past four hundred something years on this continent. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You. you, you... Not Loki. You're talking about the Democrats that were kneeling. Yeah, well, I'm talking about both. the 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 scene The scene has Loki standing over everybody, and you see everybody kneeling with their head down. And then you just showed me that picture of Pelosi and them. I thought he was commanding them to do that. He commanded them to kneel. And they, I think, like they they were, uh, you know, they were compelled. Or no, they felt he told them to kneel, and they knelt on their own because he fucking scared them, right? He didn't do the Loki thing. He didn't tap them all on the chest. Oh, I thought that's what he was doing. No. He said, kneel, and then they were like, oh, he said, kneel, and then they all kneeled. Okay, so Nancy Pelosi's kneeling. What, it, what is that saying to you? What do you mean? It, it, it's because, man, it, if you ever want to be good at arguing, you got to look at it from the other side, right? Of course. You write a paper, you develop an argument, you have to be able to see the other side and what they're going to say. And here, if I'm on the right, I'm saying, you know what? They've totally given up all of their will to this movement that, you know, that all they're doing is breaking stuff and, you know, causing more havoc. Why don't they just like vote or, you know, I thought they do, were doing, do it the right way. They were doing you know what because, because what's his, um, Floyd, Mr. Floyd here, they kneeled on his neck and 
they, so they kneel. You know what? As I'm saying it, I'm not understanding what they were doing. Why were they kneeling? Like so I, glorifying the guy that 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 was kneeling on his neck. But I read why they kneeled, and then as I said it, it sounded stupid. Right. So they were kneeling for that time because that's what the cop kneeled on him for that time. So we're kneeling. Who are we kneeling on? Yeah, is that? I mean, I know that's something. Oh shit! It, it, it's it's leftovers from the Colin Kaepernick kneeling movement. Oh, it, you think <laughs> this is why we kneel? So they're not kneeling to to. They kneel I, that time. Convoluted because I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody is figuring out what the messaging is. No, but I, I've read several articles. It's it, they were <laughs> they were kneeling for that time that 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 um, Floyd was getting kneeled on wait a minute but that doesn't make sense though as i'm saying it 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 doesn't make a lot of sense putting the two together you know <laughs> it's a moment of silence for nine minutes and 40 something seconds 846 846 sorry 846 um that makes sense wait kneeling, kneel, kneeling for 846 kneeling during the anthem okay no you know? For this. Right, but for this, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's like, hey, let's let's feel bad for the victims of this thing by doing the thing that was done to the victims. Yeah, dude, like if anything, they should have I don't know, like laid on the floor and you know, like they the were the messaging is fucked, dude. But you know what? It is kind of effective, but I think it's effective with the wrong people. Black Lives Matter. Okay, people on the left said, "Yeah, Black Lives Matter too." You know that. No, saying, you know what? It's funny you say that. Wait, 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 what you just said, I've never heard the left say. Like you and me agree, it's Black Lives Matters as well. All right, but I've never heard them say it. In fact, they they become more visceral with it, like Black Lives Matter, like that. Yeah. But like I'm like, yeah, I I agree. What you're saying is. Well, what is the right hearing? What is the right hearing? The right is hearing only Black Lives Matter and that they need to be superseded in this and that. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I've seen so many good memes like, you know, my leg hurts like you got kicked. Well, my leg matters too. You know, you're right. And that's, that, it, it's not, it's, again, that's the right not trying to see it from the left's point of view. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, everybody's just kind of acting clear understanding of their own message, and in that respect, I've never heard them say "Black Lives Matter" as well. Now, defund the police. Okay, you want to go there, huh? All right. I'm I'm down with what they're trying to say. I'm not down with the messaging, but hey, the message painted in big letters "defund the police" really got people saying, "What do you mean by that?" You know, polarized it even more. Well, because it doesn't, it doesn't really get the attention of, hey, why don't we work on a phased plan to reduce our spending on policing yes. and focus on social programs to actually treat the, the cause? Yeah, and not investing the police, you're investing on the, the other things. The social yeah, and not like that, not just like, hey, let's take 50% out of the cop budget and put it into social program. Obviously, that's not going to work. Right, yeah. but at least talking about moving to a place, Star Trek, you know, where we're not spending money on policing each other, we're instead taking those resources and putting them into helping each other. 
Yeah. That makes sense. But that, that doesn't have the same pizzazz or fire. That doesn't get people going and pissed off about things the way that defund the police does. But again, who does that work with? It works with people on the left. It doesn't work with people on the right. The people on the right only heard defund the police. So what are you going to do? You're not going to have police at all? Yeah. I feel what happened. That, that's that's all that happened. So all all that defund the police did was radicalize the left and the right again. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, like there should be. I was listening to this Navy SEAL talk, and he was saying that um, instead of defunding the police, and you and this is something you spoke to, which kind of irritated me. But I, I see I see the thought process behind it. He he's talking about he's he's a SEAL, right? He goes train them more. They don't train as much. He he broke it down like. They only train like once every month or once a year or some shit like that. And I agree with him. There's like little training things. I remember hearing that. And um, he uh, he said that they should be training one fifth of their time. So every week. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because, okay, so for instance, you have four cops, kind of like what they had. And in that time, you know, you have the one bad egg, but you have three good ones. Or maybe three bad ones and one good one. And, but at least there'd be one to be like, it's all about de-escalation, right? So you have piece of shit on, on, on homeboy, you know, and one guy goes, Hey, look, let me take over. You go over there, de- de-escalate and I'll, I'll handle this. And I, the way the seal broke it down, it's it, man, yeah. if I was gay, dude, all over that. Guy. Um, I agree. Here's the problem with that. At, <laughs> Cause I've been to trainings where people have been there in the job probably too long i agree shitty people yeah no your eyes will be like uh i don't know i shouldn't be here this now i'm fucking 20 year veteran you know this is bullshit this is a waste of my fucking time but you're paying you're playing statistics right like you're gonna like one out of i mean all four not gonna listen i think maybe one out of four would listen and that one person can make the difference i think you're right you're right i train because i I believe the people watch this send me the link later yeah, it's, this is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan on the jo- Jocko Willem. He, he he goes, pain, good. He's one of these motivational speakers who go like, pain, good. You know, like you have a problem, you got fired, good. You know, you could just, you know, figure a new way. The mission got fucked, good. You'll figure a new way. You know, that kind of guy. I mean, dude, this guy fucking, you know, revs my engine, you know. But yeah, dude, I mean, when he, he broke it down that way, I was like, I'm anti this training notion only because I think that, yes, you should train them. Yes. These are all good things, but we should put systems in place where they can get caught. You know what I mean? Um, I think you should do both, but I mean, when he said it training wise, I mean, I could see that working uh, in the sense that you're right. A lot of people, a lot of them aren't going to listen, but you're going to get that one guy who's going to listen. And he could have made the difference. That one fucking guy would have said, Hey, hey, I got this, you know? Yeah. Just take over. Because, because that might have to be another part of the training too. How do you defuse fellow officers that are probably making the wrong decision? Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. So let's one, you know, one-on-one, exactly. you civilian, but hey, let's say you're in a situation, there's, a, there's, a, there's an officer who's doing something wrong. Instead of tackling him or pulling him off, what can you do? Yo, Sarge called you on the squawk box. You know, I don't know what the fuck they say, right? But hey, you know, Sarge is calling you right now. I'll handle this. Just like what you said right now. You know, that and and they would have been able to say, Oh fuck, you know, he's fucking dead or he's on the edge or whatever, you know. But the they're, they're kind of 
they're all so used to protecting each other, you know? And, and then another thing that SEAL did, like, man, dude, he really resonated with me. He goes, so in Afghanistan, you know, when you're in those fucked up places or Iraq or whatever, and um, they, they'll see you as an enemy. But if you're part of the community trying to help out people, because you got these jihadists and shit, and then you got this one family, they got same values as you do. And if you just go out and talk to them and then, you know, bring them along with you, to show what you're doing, then they'll grow up, you know? And I, I mean, he was doing some, he was doing what I call the seal version of foo-foo science, like, you know, like, let's like kumbaya. But he, he was basically saying that if you were to go into the community, take young men or women, you know, into to, for a ride along, that's a thing that they do. Mm-hmm. They, you ride along with the cops to see how it is, you know? And that way there's a community, you know? And I was like, that's fucking beautiful. I don't know if that will ever happen, but yeah, you can't, you, as a, as a police group, you, you're making yourself the other. So, but if you made yourself more about a community, you'd be set. And it's all about the young, not the, not the people who are doing it. Well, the, then there was a, there was reports about this guy that was doing the warrior training for the police. I don't hear about this. No shit. He knows something I know. He was training cops to have the mentality of, you know, you're an officer and you know, your, your job is to uphold the law and this and that. He goes, but you might be in a situation where you have to kill. You know, yeah. it's why you carry a gun. Yeah. You know, and you know, a a a a thing that has to be prepared to kill has to always have that mindset and be ready to do it. You know, and basically, he was basically training these cops to be on edge. Dude. You know, yeah. you you watch, <laughs> check it out. It's 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 they called it warrior training, right? And and they're they're basically putting the cops into a warrior mentality. But they're in their own neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, you can't have, a, uh, what is it? A, a, a an antagonistic approach in a community. That's not. That's not productive. Of course, know? yeah, I agree. That doesn't engender the sense of hey, they're here to 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 protect us. Yeah. It's more of a damn. This fucking guy might snap at any moment. You know, mm. he's always me like she's treating me like an enemy. Yeah. Because that's how he was trained. Yeah. You know. Well, and like he was talking about training, like as in um, for for seals, it's you know you've you've got a woman and a child in a fucking situation, and one has a gun, you know, and other situations was just a woman and a child, and they would constantly throw you in these situations where shit could change, and right. so you would just train for this is a situation where I kill, this is a situation where I don't, and I I mean this is fucked up, you know, woman and child, you have to blast a kid, you know, I mean, to train you that way. Have you watched uh, War Machine with Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, yeah, 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 I've seen that. They, they have a lot of those types of situations where they accidentally kill, you know, part of this family. And then they're there and they're trying to give them money. You know, I, I, I hope I'm not fucking this up with another movie. But they're trying to, they're trying to fix it with money. Huh. You know? That, and, but Okay. Well, the, the the thing is, you're you're creating people that don't like you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't pay nobody. Like if I hurt you, well, they. I mean, they sure, certainly paid that kid, you know, a lot of money. You know, going forward, you know, she's getting Disney stock and everything. Uh, who they, was the one? Oh, Brooks, no. Been so many lately, man. 
Yeah. Uh, the guy that fell asleep at the Wendy's drive-thru. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that. You know, I actually have a, a link about that, but I'm not going to share it. I mean, I'll tell you his name right now. I have, a, I have pulled up. His name is, uh, that's gay stuff. I want to say his last name starts with a B. Well, I had it. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Ah, fuck, I had it. It was like uh, Gregory. Not Gregory. That's stupid. Paste. That's Kente Cloth. Fuck, okay, whatever. Yeah, the, the guy at the Wendy's. Ah, oh, man, I had it. I fucking had it. Well, the, the officers are there, right? Tussle, tussle, tussle. He takes off with the, with the taser, and they shoot him. I know. Um, I don't know. That doesn't sound, that doesn't even sound like protocol. They shot him in the back. And they're, they're <laughs> they shot him in the back. Shot Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, I was right. It was Brooks. Um, yeah, so they, they shot him in the back. And it's another one where it's just like, okay, okay, the, the, the other side is over. Well, he, he shouldn't have been drunk. He should have been in his car. He shouldn't have done this. Have, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. He did the, these things. And the cops went here. Yeah. You know? I always break it down when people get all, um, when, when people get kind of shitty about this. I go, so he, he shouldn't have resisted arrest. So is that a killable offense? That's it. That's an easy one. Is he that a penalty? He shouldn't have shut the stun gun at him. Is, is that, that a penalty? Yeah. I mean, they then they play the what if. What if he had a, a gun? No, he shot the stun, stun gun because okay. he took it from him. And they go, and then then they say like, what happens if he goes somewhere else and kills somebody else? I mean, I mean, you're the one who arrested him. Yeah. And like, it's a thing in which you pulled up his rap sheet, right? Like, um, so I'm a cop, right? And if I wanted to, I could pull up his rap sheet, right? Right. And um, yeah, he's done some things, but nothing warranting murder. You know what I mean? So what, I mean, he beat his kid, whatever. He went to... He went to jail, you know, he got, he, the only reason why he's out is because of COVID-19. He was able to get out. And, um, you know, like he was, af- the, the thing was he was afraid of going back because he would have went back to jail forever or some shit like that, right? And that like- ran away. But still, again, all of this doesn't equal death penalty, you know? And um, it, it's, it's, it's them going next level where they didn't have to. You know, are you still? Are you? Yeah, like something like happened just now. Let me pause this real quick. What are you talking about? Well, we're kind of like at between two points, but something else that I was going to bring up right now was uh, the fact that the police reports aren't reflecting everything that's going on in a lot of the cases. What do you mean? You mean with the the the, the guy getting shot in the back for shooting a stun gun? Uh, I haven't I haven't looked at the police report for that one, but like uh, Brianna Taylor, the, right? Sorry, did is that another one that died? So this was the one where the police were serving a no knock warrant. Oh, I heard about that. They they made it so that's illegal now. Uh, yeah, well, in some places, oh. but it's like, it, 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 imagine you're at home, you're asleep. They raided at like twelve thirty at night. Yeah. Right. And you hear some shit, and you have a gun, and somebody's just banging on your fucking door, and they're breaking the door down, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Bam, bam. You know? You're assuming it's somebody trying to break into your house, right? You live in a place where you're allowed to defend yourself with a gun, 
And so her boyfriend shot a couple rounds through the door, hit a police officer. So they all shot in. Yeah. And I guess they went in shooting all over the place because there's bullet holes all over the house. And they ended up putting four bullets in, in the guy's girlfriend. And so they had a no knock warrant. Now in their report, they said that they said that, that they had announced themselves as police, but the boyfriend says he never heard them announce themselves. He didn't know what was going on. Because I mean, after the fact, I mean, he would have said that. I'm not, I'm not defending the guy. No, we, we don't know. I mean, he shot, it sounds like he shot through a door. Yeah, I agree. An officer. So looking at that, okay, looking at the, the cops in Buffalo, the two cops that pushed that old man yeah. out of the back of his head, and now he's probably got brain damage, right? <laughs> yeah, that was fucking hardcore. But for life. Mm-hmm. And in the report that they put, they put that uh, that he tripped and fell. What? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, dude, you guys fucking pushed them. And then it was the two of them that pushed them. And they're stout, and they're wearing all kinds of shit. And this dude's like 70-something years old. It's like, it's force equals mass times acceleration. You know, it's just you doubled the force, and guess what? That one guy's mass is going to accelerate really quick on his ass. I'm not trying to go back and forth with you, but I mean, if I'm walking and somebody comes up on me, I'm not fucking checking their age. Well, there's that. Yeah. That, okay. Whatever. Right. Or, yeah. 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 I'm not <laughs> checking their age. Oh, whatever. But at least take responsibility and say, hey, you know, we pushed the dude and, you know, he ended up cracking his skull open. Not that's oh, the issue right there. Not it, backwards and fell. Yeah. I agree. It, it shouldn't be that they, they pushed him. I mean, that sucks. Well, in the Brianna the Brianna Taylor case, they didn't mention that they had filled her full of bullet holes. You mm-hmm. know, injuries were like none, mm-hmm. and it, and and they're trying to say that they announced who they were before they went in, and all of that seems really sketchy. Of course, it does. It sounds like I could just see it how it played out. They fucked up, and then they covered it up, and it sounds like some fucking conspiracy theory bullshit. But it's it's true. Did you, watch the tape? Did you watch the tape of the guy over here in La Mesa? With the wait, who was so uh, he didn't get killed, but he was he was sitting at a bus stop waiting for his friend in front of his friend's apartments. Right, he's waiting for his friend to get there, like condominiums or something like that. And it just so happens there's a trolley or bus station or whatever right in front. So he's sitting on the bench, kind of just waiting. And the cop rolls up on him, white cop, black dude. Cop rolls up on him and starts asking him what he's doing there and this and that. And then the and then he's like, hey, I'm just waiting for my friend. You know, he's right here. And then he gets up to go talk to, to go meet his friend. He ha- he's not, he hasn't been detained. He is not arrested, you know. And the cop grabs him to pull him back, right? Like, uh, hey, you know, you don't walk away from me type of deal, right? But if he's not under arrest, he's not being detained, he's not being questioned formally, he actually doesn't have to stand in front of the cop and listen to his shit. I agree, yeah. You don't have the, you have the right to not be harassed. So... He goes to walk away to walk to his friend's car and the cop grabs him and instinctually, you know, if you're dealing with another human being and the human being grabs you, you like, you, you pull away, right? The cop said that he slapped his hand away. In his report says that he slapped his hand away. They arrested him. Okay. And took him for that. Not for waiting at the bus stop, not for anything else that he did or didn't do for what the cop initiated. Yeah. And that's why La Mesa got set on fire the very next, in the, uh, the end of that week, you know, on Saturday, because the body cam came out 
the cops thought that the body cam the body cam was going to help their case. It didn't because it actually makes the cop look like a douche. Yeah, because why? Like you know, fast forward the thought. Why? Yeah, you know what? That's so normal in in our setting. You got these systems in power who do these things, and a common person would say, "Well, what about this?" And then they were like, "No, this is the way it is." Because like why would he slap your hand away there's what's the reason for him slapping your hand away you know exactly why'd you grab him like they only they only see it as you slapped his hand away but why the fuck did he slap his hand away because he grabbed them but that's not a question that's happening all it is is you slapped an officer that's assault done right it's not they don't they're not seeing that that the cop was actually escalating things you know and instead of de-escalating it, you know, or saying, yeah, you know what? My bad. Yes. It was like, he wanted, he wanted to enforce his power. Yeah. And then there's more evidence there too, because he, it's a big dude. He grabs the, he, he like grabs him by the chest and sits him down. You know, that's a power move. You know, that's the show. I have power and strength over you. And you better respect my authority. That's a that's a theme. That's a common theme in this. And like, I don't know. A lot of people. I, you know, I'm all pro. I'm pro cop. But the system of cops, it's just you have developed this ability to me versus you, you right. know. And that's what it is. Now we're working together for a common cause, and that always breaks down. I mean, like it, like it breaks down between teacher and student. It breaks down between boss and employee. Where it's some kind of a power dynamic when it, it doesn't have to be. It could just be we're working together. Right. You know, I've always thought like we're all working together to be a team. This isn't working together. You fucking right. said this. I mean, like, you know, you know, they're searching for the arrest, right? As soon as they're talking to you, they're looking for the arrest. Like, they're. Right. It, it's not even that. Maybe he didn't even want to arrest him. He just wanted to flex on him, you know, and no. didn't think that, 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 that the civilian that he was talking to didn't automatically just give in to him. Yeah, like, oh, I agree. Friend, you know, oh, oh, I'm sorry, officer, I'll walk away. No, he was just like, dude, I'm waiting for my friend. You know, yeah. fuck with you. Now, did the guy have to cuss at him? No, he didn't have to talk about it. But you know what? At the same time, you're a police officer. You know, you have a gun on your hip. Mm-hmm. You don't need a flex anymore. Yeah, it's like they got these people who are in a job who don't respect the customer because they really are just servants. But they're not they're not acting like servants. They're acting more like it's imagine if you ordered something and the fucking waiter was all like, Well fuck, that's the shit you got. And then they fucking escalate on you. You know what I mean? They're supposed to help you. They're supposed to be servants. Command I mean, they're not serving. They're, they're doing their own thing, you know? And then, like, there's a system in place of protection. So, I mean, like, I don't know, man, dude. That, that uh, Navy SEAL guy said maybe you should clean house. See, and, that, and that, that doesn't just happen, though, you know, with police. It happens in a lot of places. It's a power dynamic. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you saw that your service, you know? I see it at the schools that I work at, you know? Where people who somebody, are really of rank power yeah. over people underneath them you know they're just like well i'm a fucking petty officer and i'm like what is a petty officer you know <laughs> like, like that's pretty weak. not against me like i mean i there is a there is a thing you know like 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 a 
a gravitas to a person. But like, if they think they can like shit on you, they will. They'll be like, oh, I'm a fool. What do, what do these crowds mean? I've heard people say that. And I'm like, you're not really of a rank. You know, you're not really an officer. You're a enlisted, you know, like an officer can power trip on. But I, but it, it happens. It fucking happens, dude. And I saw it in high school at ROTC. Yeah. You know, some kids had, you know, like the the three three chevrons up and, you know, and I only had one and. Yeah, you know, it's like, they would put flicks on me, and I'm like, "Yeah, we're students, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the real military, and we're not in a life or death situation where I need to do everything that you say, or else, you know, it's the end of the line for us. We're not in combat." But that thing, yes, get the fuck off your horse. You know, they did a Stanford test, and I think they made a movie about it. It's like, um, uh, they got students, and uh, you're randomly your cops, you know, randomly your prisoners. And um, they had to quit it because they were getting out of control, right? They were power tripping. And then people were seeing that, right? Fucking not even a cop, you know? And like, that's a thing. And there's, there's another kind of power trip that starts to get highlighted with race, right? Yeah. That's and that's where this starts to kind of come back to because that power trip has been kind of uh, put into systems, you know? I would say not so much down here in the southwest you know but but i've seen it here Cal- too california the beautiful 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 thing about that is in california you really are insulated in the sense of racism you think you know what racism is but you really don't know in fact i was ignorant of it myself because i've been around the world i've done all this shit and in california i'm like you know what when you brass tacks when you get down to it people are all people and then i came to michigan well, or parts of California too. I mean, there's parts of California. Part you, you say that, but then you come. But you have to be a lot darker though to feel it. I think. You know? Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Maybe. But in in fucking Michigan though, like I like I've because I don't identify in any kind of race. I don't have a group of people that I can be like, yeah, brown mat, brown lives matter. We don't have that, you know. And so. I come to Michigan and I've seen racism firsthand. And I was like, I didn't believe this existed in the sense that I thought they were just different views, not in in a a foundation built off of lies, you know, like a foundation that's so fucking powerful that one plus one is three. That's what it is. So I, I used to just just go back to you. I'm not just like, taking what you just said and throwing it in a box, right? Yeah. It'll come back to it. Um, I used to be kind of soft on the whole idea about the the Civil War monuments. Yeah. You know? Um, I was kind of like, well, I mean, they probably shouldn't be up, but they're historical and it's kind of important to know, you know? And, uh, you know, Robert E. Lee was, was a dude. I My problem was I was looking at him as a character and not as a person who straight up walked away from the Union to join the South and defend their doctrine about slavery. I hear you. I kept looking at it as this dude that was kind of torn between, you know, joining the North because they asked him to be like the lead general for the North, right? Because he had all that experience. Right. But he decided to go to Virginia and say, no, you know what? If Virginia is going to the South, I'm going to stay with my state, you know? 
because back then states were kind of viewed as like countries or whatever. But he ended up being on the wrong side of it. Sorry, say that again. As they should be. They really should be viewed as such. Right. So what, so with the statues there, with all of that in place, they're still celebrating the fact that they tried to go against the union. And it's like, who is that? You know, why is he up there on that, on that, oh, that's Robert E. Lee. And he fought against the Yankees from the North. He fought against those dudes in New York and Boston and, you know, America. All those guys. He fought against Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so it, it, you start raising them from a young age to justify looking up to those figures. So now, I mean, the, the conversation's happening up now. Now I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, they need to get those things the fuck out of there because I think they should be in a museum with context. I it's fucking right. I mean, what you with just isn't taught is not taught in history. And you know that because you're a teacher. That's not a thing you teach. I mean, you could teach it, but that's not a thing that's taught. And I think what you want, I think what you want and what is could be achieved. I mean, if you put that shit in a museum and you get taught, here lies the person who did that. And like, let's like really- That's the the big counter argument. Oh, that's our history. You know, this is a- In a museum though, in a museum. There's books, you know, we, we want to commemorate, you know, the fact that, you know, Hitler was a bad fucking dude. We don't have statues of him up. No, no, no. I think they really should keep these statues only not, not in the spots that they're in, but they should be in a museum. And this is important why they should be in a museum. And I, I'll make a fucking argument for this is because here lies a person that people idolized and did this shit. And see the, the, the ways that he went wrong and how you can avoid it. Because if you do not, we all know this classic adage, eh, those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat, or de- was it? Doomed to repeat it. Doomed to repeat it. Yeah. And it's important to learn these historical things that you may think you're right, but in reality you are wrong. And so like they, how important he is is more important than say someone named Bob who decides I hate this shit because Bob, you could become that guy, but because you're not learning why he did this and why he is and why people are so angry about this, you're going to repeat those historical things. And I think that they should bring this fucking thing into a fucking museum and, you know, people are going to burn. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't destroy them. Um, it's important to see the statue though in the sense in a museum in the sense that people created these things thinking yeah and these weren't made in the fucking 1800s mind you these were made in the 70s to go against the fucking you know the hippies and shit like that you know these are it you know John Oliver did a breakdown it was a couple years ago where they kind of looked at the trends of like when these monuments went up and Uh uh-huh they are for racism yeah, it was it was in response to civil rights movements. Yeah, well, it's, so you had the civil rights movements of the '60s and the '70s, and then you saw a spike in the in the monuments. Going you know what's up. wrong with our historical like teaching? Our, te- our school system in general is we're teaching one aspect of a thing. Hitler bad? Or, no, 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 no. That's not how we should teach. We should teach how he became who he is. Well, it's not he, like everyone decided. Yes, I don't think. I don't think 
I don't think you meant it that way. You know, viewers and all that shit. I don't think Kevin's defending Hitler. But yeah, no, Hitler bad, yes. And how did that happen? How did that come to be? Like, I think that's more important than Hitler. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't just appear as a baby evil destined to, 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 to kill all these people. And how people want... Yeah, and how people wanted to learn from him, wanted to be him, wanted to do what he says. I mean, it's important to understand how our our system, our economy, everything that we are, how we became this, why we are into this guy, and why we're into these statues. Why are we defending these fucking statues? That should be taught. But instead of that, we're, we're focused on the good and bad. Yes, bad. No, it's not good or bad. Let's, let's, let's figure out why we're here so that we don't repeat these same systems because I'm pretty confident it's not about good or bad. In the future, we're going to find something else and we're going to do some heinous shit. Well, that's, it's good. And that's the problem right now. So in Michigan, there's this set of values, right? Yeah. And so if you attack not the person, but the values, it's the same thing as attacking the person. I agree. So across the South, they have these, these monuments, these statues, and people from outside of the South are telling them to take them down. Well, it's like, hey, you're not from here. You don't know what the fuck you know we're about. Why the fuck are you telling me to take down my statue that I've been looking at since I was a since I was a little baby and you know looking at with my granddad? Well, because you weren't taught what that means. You weren't taught, you know, how that came about. Mm-hmm. You were taught to celebrate this thing. You weren't taught to. You weren't taught that as a cautionary tale. You were taught that as something to celebrate, which is why they run around waving the Confederate flag. You know, that was the flag that was used in opposition to the Union. So how American can you be if you're waving something un-American? I agree. Wait, hold on, hold that thought. Continue. <laughs> now, some people are going to say, well, that's freedom of speech, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Waving the Confederate flag is freedom of speech, but you're saying something pretty loud. No. <laughs> yeah, you're saying something pretty loud. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not saying you need to go to jail or any of that stuff, but guess what? If NASCAR doesn't want it at the racetracks, then guess what? You can't take it to the racetracks. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's not allowed in this area or that area, you have to be ready for them to say, you know what? I'm sorry, but we can't help you here. You know, we reserve the right to refuse service and including speech. What do you think about this gun the, with the wind nonsense? You read about that? Uh, I don't know too many people that watch Gone with the Wind to celebrate slavery. I don't either, but it. It's a thing, right? You're trying to you're trying to stop this movie because it promotes slavery, which it doesn't. Here's here's my problem. I mean, I'm not I'm not African American. I'm not I'm not black. I haven't been subjected to it, so I don't. I can't see it with that lens. You know what I'm saying? Now I I hear that's cringy, but I'm not offended by it. No, no, stop, stop, stop. I've heard you say this shit before, but you've never been murdered, but you know it's wrong. So, I mean, you can empathize with the t- fucking topic. I mean, you're not some simpleton. You got this. I mean, like, yes, black people, slaves, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't mean to say blah, blah, blah. Slavery is bad. But, like, there's thousands of fucking, like, Django Unchained. But Django Unchained, it's, it's showing slavery, and it's not putting it in a, hey, matter of fact, this is the way it was. It's really hitting you with it. To get that visceral reaction gone with the wind uses it as like hey these were the good old times you know when slavery was this and that and they're trying to paint you know the white lady's perspective of things 
in that light that the good old times were back, you know, during slavery and all the bad old times are here and she doesn't have her slaves anymore to, to keep her rich and blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's different, but, but there, I, I mean, like, oh, I don't know if there's that many black people that are offended by it. No, I hear you because they're not it's watching Schindler's. Like, like they go out there and say, no, fucking the racist movie. You know what though? I mean, like when it comes to emotions, you know, people are getting to a point where they're like, you just mentioned something and then people just go with it. Right. And you're like, gone with the wind. Fuck it. It says, fuck you to black people. And then you can just grab a black person off the street who, who's watched this, who read the headline probably. And they're probably like, yeah, fuck that shit. You know, they really haven't given any thought or nuance to it. They're just going with whatever side they're on. And I, I, Hey, look, man, I'm fucking pro black lives matter. Fucking I'll, literally laying the fucking traffic for this shit but i mean like when you start taking away movies just because of the context it's it's an eye in the window of time you know what yeah. i mean like you can look back on it watch it and say huh, that's what people thought like for instance when you watch like the man show with jimmy kimmel you know he did a hundred episodes yeah. of fucking being misogynistic you know does that mean i need to cancel him no he's a good guy he's a good guy but there's some shit in there, like where he was trying to end women's suffrage, you know, the right to vote because of the word, how suffrage works. And he was trying to end that. And um, that, as a joke, as a joke, by the, by the way. But I mean, it's not like a thing in which I need to cancel him. It's a thing in which I watch it and that's a window of time. You know, like there's movies that happen, damsel in distress. Right now, we don't believe in that kind of shit. You know, women are never in distress. But um, but that was a thing back then, you know? I mean, just, it, it's a, it, we shouldn't get rid of these movies. I'm just protecting things like history and, and movies. You want to you wanna stop things, stop them. But like, um, let, well, let's I mean, keep them somewhere. Should we condemn any of the founding fathers that owned slaves? Right. Fucking Abraham you know? I mean, like they, we're judging. We we have we we can say that now. You know, yeah. we're we've evolved to the point where we can see what back then they couldn't see. You know, what? They're screaming on your end. Yeah, there's kids playing outside. What? Oh yeah, I forgot time difference. Yeah, I was like, fuck you. Yeah, there's kids playing outside at ten thirty at night. What the hell? <laughs> it's so safe here. <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, go ahead, go go and finish your point. Oh, sun, sun, sunlight. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's a window. It's it is. It's a window in time, but again, you got to be able to put it in context, and you got to be able to recognize what's changed since then. Why that wouldn't be appropriate now? You know. And yeah, so, but you still have it. You shouldn't cancel it. Right, right. We're not like deleting all you know all the knowledge about it or whatever, but. No, no, we know that it happened. Everybody knows that it happened. It's the original sin of the founding of the country. Oh no, no, but we are getting rid of shit though. We're talking. We're taking statues down. We're not trying to put them in a museum. See, okay, the people that kind of understand how things should be are kind of arguing for what it should, for how it should be. Because, I mean, we're not deleting that information from like the internet or anything, right? And right now we're kind of saying that, yeah, we should take the statues down out of these public, you know, it shouldn't be in the middle of a Glorietta, you know, or, or a park. It should be in a museum. I agree. This, this was established, you know, this, this 
this monument was raised by a bunch of racist people in this town that wanted to there should know, be true history behind it especially instead that, of wanting to celebrate you know the the north or 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 their their ability to to heal after you know um after the war and all that stuff they said they put up the guy that fought the damn thing yeah not just that i mean there should be more history behind it in the sense that yeah erected in the 70s to combat this shit you know like i mean that is more prevalent than what it was you know what i mean like it's more prevalent than if it was made in the 1600s it's because it was made directly for racist racist reasons it, it was it was it was it was meant to like almost like put a a, a a no vacancy sign or a not welcome sign yeah they're like they can't marry white people boom this yep statue is because like that that statue was made prior to that i think i don't know i'm bro science but i'm uh, like a black people marrying um uh, like white people that didn't get that wasn't a thing until like later in the 70s right. and this shit was made in the 70s so i don't i really don't know the time frame but this this is not too long ago this is what 30 plus 50 years you know is after the civil war it doesn't yeah. matter yeah it doesn't matter. It's, it's not like hey you know See, uh Robert E. Lee was our dude going way back. No, they're celebrating him because he fought on the side of the South. Yeah, and that should be in the not only in the news. See, and you know, I, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but it does feel some. It's a weird thing, right? Because this is really what we should know about. In fact, I should be able to grab a person if I grab a person off the street and say, "Who's Jesus? He died for our fucking sins." But if I grab you off the street and say, "Hey, the statue right here. What's this about?" They would say, oh, it's fucking racist. There's more sinister work at, there's more sinister work there. It was in the 70s, a thing that happened 400 years ago made later to do, you know what I mean? Like people are thinking, like literally if I grab someone off the street about this shit, feelings come out. Oh, it's really racism. But they're not talking about the shit that it, it was only, it was only made in the 70s to, 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 you know what I mean? They wouldn't know that. They wouldn't fucking know that it was made like first. It was it was made in response to the civil rights movement. It was made exactly. To, it, yeah. was made, it was meant to counter the the progressive. It was the Tucker Carlson Carlson Tucker of, of of the time. Yeah, the intellectual racist. That you know that's what I'm starting to call these fucking people because I'm not. I'm not a Republican, and I agree with a lot of these fucking guys. And you know what's the new sinister one? Is the black conservative. Not Some black conservatives are legit, I get you. But the ones that are on TV, like Candace Owens and things like that, I have to say, there's a thing, there's a terminology called Uncle Tom. And yeah. it feels like they're making their money off of like fucking with with their own kind and it, there's something so sinister and at, at, they're very intellectual and they say these things they, say, they they do these talking points and um i mean from a logical stance it is true but you are kind of shitting in your own race in the sense that like like okay for instance when when, when the great mr floyd died i mean i mean yes he had a criminal history yes some shit went down. What happened to him was wrong. And you have people like Candace Owens, who's black and a female, which makes her 10 times more powerful because she's that um, minority plus a female. 
extra minority. So she's winning on the Olympics of, 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 uh, of, of, uh, Demographics. Demographics, right? The the the, the uh, woke demographic here. If only she was transgender too, and Muslim. No, uh, she um. She says, yeah, he did. It was cocaine, and she just shits on this guy. She goes, yeah, he has cocaine in his pocket, and that's when it escalates and all that shit, right? But but she goes like, what happened was wrong. But then it's like a sneeze. Hut you was wrong. And then goes into how fucked up he was. And then, like, tries to defend, you know, the guy who used the stun gun? You know, like, she's like, oh, yeah, that guy, you know, he was bad, too, because he hit his children and everything. He still didn't deserve to die. And neither did the um, thing. And I think that what's happening is, one, she's profiting on this whole, you know, so the racist can say, I'm not racist. And um, it, it, it's, show, it's showing something, though. It's showing that there is, there is a thing that's wrong. The police are wrong doing the things that they're doing. And what we're doing is the, the, the bait and switch, right? We're, 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 we're saying it's a racist thing and things like that. No, we have an entity out there that we created that's bad, a system that we've created that's fucked up and has no real accountability. I mean, it does some good. But it has some bad aspects too. They have the ability to take to suspend your civil liberties, and and to cover it up. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not trying to say it's a conspiracy. It's just like I, I can just see a person who makes a pizza and instead of wearing gloves, touches it with his hand and says, "Yeah, yeah, I was wearing a glove at the time." And everybody else will back him up and say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I saw him. He was wearing gloves." Exactly. But now it's a different thing. I've detained you. You're sitting on a fucking bus stop, and I decided, you know what? Fuck you. Respect my authority. And yeah. Then, oh. yeah. You know? And because, like, like, read the thing. He hit your hand. Why is he hitting your hand? We can see it in the video, you know? This is no, like, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah, I get it. It's a rhetorical question. Just go yeah. on a report, you know? And then, like, they're getting tons and tons of these reports, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. But we've created this entity that is terrible. And because we turned it into a race thing, we're just like, we're, we're stuck. And yes, race does exist. This racism exists. But we're stuck because, because the real thing, the real threat, the real bad guy is the police. And I'm pro-cop. So it's a weird thing. Because I've known cops. I, I know a lot of cops. Yeah, I, I know some cops. And, and literally, I will die for them. But, I mean, like, you do have the power to fuck me over. And if I were to say something, even if I have your badge number and say something, it's going to go into the, to the complaint desk and go nowhere. Yeah, who knows if anybody ever going to look at it or whatever, because they're not, yeah. they're not interested in checking and policing themselves. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think... Uh, I think there are some ties to racism because there's a lot of numbers to back up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. over policing of minorities. Uh, but then, okay. You don't know when I'm... Okay, go ahead, finish your point. Because part of it is, I mean, and again, I'm, I'm looking at this from a scientific point of view, you know, and trying to crunch numbers here. How much of it is, okay, do minorities... Are, are minorities being over-policed and like, is, is the magnifying glass on them tighter or is it that they're in situations 
based on socioeconomic pressures where they're going to make poorer decisions because of lower education and less access to, to resources, you know? So are they, are they more in a, in a, in a, in a spot where they need to do desperate things? They need to self-medicate, you know, and get on drugs to forget about their, their shitty situation, their shitty lot in life, which is systematic, you know? So how much, how much of it is, you know, they're committing crimes versus the system is set up to get them to commit crimes. You know, like the cop grabbing the black guy, you know, and the black guy slapping him away. I hear you. You know, but across the entire spectrum mm -hmm. in the system built in. I have to say it's it's more than racism itself. I mean, because, you know, you have racist, um, I don't know, pizza delivery people, racist doctors, racist anything, right? That's going to exist. What happens is, though, it's who's fucking you over the most. And um, what did it, you got a system in place that if there's racism in there, that they can fuck you over. Now, if we were to fix that system, it wouldn't matter as much because it, we're not arguing about racist doctors. Right. We're not arguing about racist teachers. And they all exist. Really? Yeah racist teachers there's racist doctors there's racist gamers there's racist all this shit there's racist anything anywhere but what are we really pissed about racist cops and that i mean they exist you know but it's a system in place and the cops is just so happens to be a thing that's there and you're gonna have right you're not gonna get rid of racism but so we got to fix the system in place i and, think that's and, you know, law enforcement is like you said before. They have the power to suspend your civil liberties. Yeah, you know that's a. Uh, I mean, uh, racist teachers, racist gamers, or yeah, okay, but it's the people that get to act on that racism. Yeah, exactly. That can affect you. Exactly. Exactly. And like, it's a thing in which where people like get caught up in like you know, ooh, there were some black people there. Racism is a thing that doesn't is it is a thought process that shouldn't be because it's a it's a disease. I could be racist against my own Asian kind. You could be racist against Mexican. Black people could be racist against Mexican. Asian people could be racist. Yeah, exactly. Everyone could be racist against everything, you know. And the the the, the thing here is that there is a um, a system in place that could suspend your civil uh, civil liberties you know and uh, yeah. that's what we need to fix and the problem is we're not we're shifting the uh, blame to other things like it's the chokehold we need to we need to work on the chokehold yeah i'd like to see the numbers on how many people die in the chokehold like when it's done properly when it's done properly no 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 exactly the chokehold he did was illegal it's not, yeah, it's not even, they don't train that. It's yeah. not, it's the not a thing. The, yeah, the chokehold that Eric Gardner died of, that's not a thing. Right. So if you make chokeholds illegal, what are you really making illegal? Like, the, uh, the uh, police officer I know, he actually, he's in charge of some of the, the, the training that goes on, you know, and like the holds and all that, the, the, the technique. And, um, his feeling was that they're kind of taking away their ability to deal with 
somebody that might be like on bath salts or something. Yeah. That might be just completely way out there. You're so fucking right. I mean, like if you're on PCP or whatever drug and you're having a fucking attack, dude, what you get a reason with an animal because that's what they are at that time. You can't tase them. I mean, you can try, but it's not going to work all the time. Yeah. Cause human beings are powerful beings. You know, with adrenaline and everything, they can move past anything if they have the right drug in them. You know? Now, I mean, so I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, not too down with just eliminating the carotid restraint, but at the same time, training them to where that's not their go-to thing. You know, it's like here's a ticket. You're not going to sign it. Carotid restraint. You know, for <laughs> you, that's a different kind of thing, though. You're, you're, it's like we're shifting blame because, like. Um, yeah it's not it wasn't the hold that killed him it was the officer that decided to do it that way you know and for that amount of time like yeah it was like a twenty dollar bill he's gonna kill him like not kill him but choke him out like the other guy the stun dude um i forgot brooks he uses a stun gun against him and they're like oh shit and like i seen people try to defend this they're like well he could have had a gun wait what they had already been with them for like 30-something minutes. I think they had already searched them. Yeah. Like, they knew what he had and what he didn't have. Yeah. I mean, like... And if, the back. Dude, like, people aren't understanding de-escalation, man. I mean, like, what's the worst-case scenario? This fucking guy who's drunk is going to go home. And you already have his name. I mean, yeah, I know he's going to go to jail for life. That's what's going to happen. But, I mean, you just wait. You know? Time is on your side. Yeah. You know? And they're just killing these fucking people. And they're still doing it. Yeah, dude, you like optics, right? There's, like, there's, oh, there are more cases of that shit right now. Everybody's everybody's on edge. Yeah, dude. How okay. is this not in the front of your brain? How like, brazen can you be to think you can do this shit? If I'm a thief, right, and people are getting caught for stealing, I don't think to myself, oh, this is the perfect time to steal. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, no. You know, like, the that's what you know what and that's what's not being articulated here you are there's riots everywhere fucking people are going crazy about people being murdered and shit and you decide to shoot another person behind the back that means that you decided what this shit is doesn't matter optics optics mean everything well it's like uh was it those 40 something cops in buffalo that resigned from their unit they're still cops but they're not part of that tactical unit yeah. Um, yeah. They're still cops. They weren't. They weren't brave enough to give up their paychecks, but they were brave enough to ditch this, this, this one unit, right? Yeah. To defend those dudes that pushed that dude and gave him fucking brain damage. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like, again, like you said, optics. Optics. Yeah. Exactly. What are you saying to the community? Yeah. As a police force, you just said. We don't give a fuck about using excessive force. We're all about it. If anything, we're willing to quit our jobs to defend somebody else that fucked this dude for life. Over what? Yeah. People protest. <laughs> it was, it's a big deal. It it's, it's a big deal where people are pissed off that you're killing people. And so you decide to shoot a dude in the back who's running away from you because he shot a stun gun at you. And you knew that. And that means to me, to me, it shows me, like, just like when Floyd died, it, it showed me you people who are watching this, cops, are watching this, 
you do this so much that this isn't really a thing that bothers you. And so when homeboy was running away, you kill people so much that this doesn't bother you. That's the, there's something scary right here, right? We might be conflating the act of the few that have decided to basically not heed, you know, common sense. I agree. But, but let, let's, let's pretend that cops are human beings. Hey, just like you said, Oh shit, everybody's stealing, you know, now's not the good time to steal. So what if most of the cops have actually like kind of, they, they decided to put a pause on their abuse of power. And really what we're seeing right now is just the tip of the iceberg. Hmm, I could see that. You what, know, if it, what if it's actually much more widespread than this? The only thing is right now, everybody's taking their cameras out. In every interaction with a cop now, because they don't trust cops anymore, they need to take their phones out and start recording everything right now because the visibility is now much higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The mistrust is there. The fact that there's so much more let me take my phone out and, and record this. It's just showing that the trust is eroding and they're not doing anything to help it. Mm-hmm. Especially in these cases where again, they just keep abusing their power. You know, and, it, it's, it's, I think it's not racism. Racism does exist. I don't think it's as prevalent as the media would put, presume, but I do think we do have to fix the system in place and um, you're not going to fix racism. You just yeah. But you got to fix the system, and that's what they should do. And um... well, and I, I think I think taking down the statues, you know, taking down monuments, I think that helps in reducing the education of racism. You know, the education of racist values, because again, they're not being celebrated anymore. I you agree. I put you on a pedestal like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny little steve at eight years old looking at the statue and his little racist dad is like yeah that's a hero but um i really do think that the teaching should be we should never forget who these people are it's hard to phase it out if they're still celebrating is what i'm saying i agree so but but you're right people that are racist now you kind of got to give up on oh of course i mean you gotta give up on you gotta wait for them to die wait yes race yeah pass that on to generation um, the system though that is something we can change right now through legislation you know through through I think Trump did some kind of executive order today um, maybe an hour before we got on um, oh shit a police reform oh, he did an executive order basically assigning police just bullshit yeah. you know uh, it, it's not gonna it, an executive order doesn't do anything at the ground level you know what I'm saying education will win in the end i think your field is more important than police i think i think that if they were to divest because it's defunding the police is a stupid term but divest instead of investing in cops they should invest in your field my friend teaching because the teaching of the young i know that you without even funding you're doing it i can guarantee because i'm doing it i'm not that person but i'm like there and when I hear people say shit like, oh, yeah, the mask doesn't fix corona. And I'm like, well, actually, this is, this is what, what's going on. I don't mind if you die. But I'm just saying that because that's how I am. Like, I right. don't care. This world could just die. I don't care. I'm sorry. And this is how I am. 
But I'm saying, like, I understand the concept of the science. You know, if I wear a mask and you wear a mask, we can't spread it to each other, you know? But if you don't wear a mask, we're fucked. Right. Or we reduce the likelihood of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, the numbers game. Dude, the numbers are out there. But also with um, with cops, I mean, you're not going to get rid of racism. But you know what you can fix is how cops do things. Yeah. We should be working to. And, and and generally, in all these Confederate fucks, the statues that were made in the 70s to combat civil rights, that should be highlighted extremely. Not this back in the 1700s or 1800s, that's when we made this shit. We didn't make those then. We did that. We combat fucking civil rights. That's what they're for. That should be fucking education. That's what you right there, I'm pointing at you, you don't see it. But you, my friend, should be invested in. You, more people like you should be invested in. And cops should not be invested in. I, I don't want to say that, though. Training. Lots of training. Training. Um, training, training. There's a big thing that everybody keeps saying, a few bad apples, a few bad apples. The problem with that is uh, apples, the, the, in this case, the apples can see what the other apples are doing and should be calling them out on their shit, you know? The, the apples should be able to, you know, the cops should not just be sitting there like, okay, you're going to be a bad apple. Go ahead and be a bad apple. No, you don't get to be a bad apple. You don't get to stay with this department. You know, I'm going to call you out on your shit or I'm going to do whatever I can to kind of judo you away from violating people's rights. You know what? This can be achieved because if you think about it right now, ever, if you want to put a fucking wig on and say you identify as a female, you have more power than anyone there. I, I know you're never going to do that. But I'm saying like, okay, say me. If I put a wig on, I could say I want an extra bathroom. I'm pretty confident I get that extra bathroom. I mean, if that if one person could put a fucking wig on and a dress and, and dictate what they want because of how it is, so change can be happened. I, I don't know how I'm saying it. There's, there's, uh, there's some race in that too. Dave Chappelle kind of nailed it. Eight four six, or uh, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched that yet. No, but it's something that he said before. I think it was Sticks and Stones. Sticks and Stones. He said, um, uh, "Why was it more difficult, or no? Why was it easier for Jenner to change?" Uh, 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 gender than it was for Muhammad Ali to change his own name. He's so right. I love that man. He's my hero. Because, because uh, and there's, there's starting to become this, uh, this black trans movement that's coming out, right? But that's because <laughs> yeah. That's a thing? Well, uh, there's this uh, I'm, I'm going to say guy or girl because Tony McDade, I think his last name was McDade, uh, he was he was a trans. Um, something went down. He got jumped by this group of dudes, right? He he sometimes identified as female, but sometimes he referred to himself as Tony. That's why I'm saying, you know, I'm not trying to disrespect him in death or anything like that. But I mean, the dude kind of like was fluid, if anything. Um, so this guy Tony was jumped, attacked. So then he went and got a knife, and then stabbed one of his attackers to death, the cops chased him and I think they killed him, right? The circumstances, I mean, the, 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 I haven't seen all the, the evidence or anything from it, 
but it's another it was another time this happened after george floyd right this is recent of course um so now it's coming out you know like now they're killing black trans people so so now there's a black trans movement but, but what i'm what i'm trying to say is that the lgbtq plus movement mostly driven by white people you know because there's more white people that are out of the closet i agree i get i get you, know, you. I get numbers white men um and so since there's more numbers there they get more attention yeah because i mean you just said it dave Chappelle highlighted it you know bruce jenner hey yeah want to change gender okay boom uh, I, I'm, I said Bruce because I can't remember his, his her name right now. Caitlin. Caitlin. Caitlin Jenner. Change her gender. Easy as pie. You know, didn't get a whole lot of shit for it. Muhammad Ali. The way they put her on magazine covers and all that stuff. But Muhammad Ali just wanted to change his name. You know, that I love Dave Chappelle. I'd spoon with him. But I let him spoon with me. I love that guy. But <laughs> Different times. Different time, yes. If Kanye wanted to be Kanye Muhammad Ali, done. But he, there's still there's still tinges of racism in there, though. Yeah, no, he's conflating things, and he does that. You know, I love Dave Chappelle to death, but he does do that. He conflates arguments of things that – I love him. I'm not going to lie, but he does do that. Like, Muhammad Ali – in the, that time, and Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn, Jen, I think Caitlyn? Yeah, Jenner. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner. Those are two different times, you know? Black people can marry white people, you know? Back then, they couldn't, you know? <laughs> yes, you know? I mean, that's a thing. So when he, confl- he conflates that. But that's what he does, and I, I, racism exists. Well, that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm saying is there's a system in place that just, for whatever reason, we're, just, we're, we're moving towards a direction that doesn't exist for the system. Like, I think people will culturally go towards a direction, but we need to fix the system in place first before we start moving the culture. The culture is going to move. It just is. Obviously, we don't have slaves. Kind of. We kind of do still. But we'll, we'll get there eventually. In fact, I think the thing that we have now are slaves like prisoners. Yeah. I mean, you have people with low economic standing, uh, standing, people who smoke weed and they go to jail, and now they're fucking working for pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Slaves. We have people right now picking goddamn strawberries, and they're fucking slaves. But we can't focus on them because we're folk. <laughs> We're focused on, uh, on people who are uh, Americans who are actually above those people and they're getting killed. Well, what happened with the opioid crisis too? What? You know, what happened with the opioid crisis? They had a problem with it because it was affecting white people. Exactly. I agree. Not so much that it was affecting poor people because, you know, society is kind of set up to keep the poor people medicated. Yes. You know? Yes. And, oh shit! It's starting to happen to to our kids. Fuck! Now we need to fix it. Now we need to pay attention and pass all these laws and shit like that. Exactly. Oh, and they're victims. These the the kids and the people that were suffering from the opioid crisis. They're victims. You know, they need to be understood and they need to be treated. You know, they need to be helped. You know that a, that A four six Dave Chappelle special. When I saw that, I saw it like literally because I, I I never really sleep. And I always am on YouTube. I'll probably watch when I get off right now. I saw the Netflix. It says Netflix special A46 Dave Chappelle. And I clicked on it. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I didn't know. 
I thought it would be funny. But he goes in on this tangent on fucking Floyd. And every everything he said was right to a point. But it does it does help. Uh, it, it does not help, actually, because there's a system in place that's there to hurt people. And the fact that you turn it into a racist thing, then we're confused and we're talking about racism. But goddamn, Ever, you could have been fuck. That guy could have had his fucking knee on you. Yeah. But like, if you fix that system, that that would protect everybody. But yeah, the racism does exist, and th- that's a thing. But you you're not gonna fix that. You're just not. You're gonna fix the system. You know, in the se- in the sense that uh, body cams, and, and we've argued about this. In fact, it's funny you should. Uh, we're bringing this up. I had I loaded all the Facebook, uh, not Facebook, uh, all the podcasts that or the the vodcasts that we had. I loaded them on podcast uh, on SoundCloud, so it's on iTunes. If you guys like, subscribe. But I had to listen to all of them to to check the audio quality. And I, I've heard the arguments between you and I, and they're intense <laughs> about this shit. We are intense, <laughs> and I noticed something um zoom does a thing where we can't interrupt each other oh really if you talk and i talk it'll mute it mutes so like if i'm talking you can't cut in on me talking mutual destruction (laughs) we both mute each other out so the points mute so we just yell at each other more often then for some reason we can carry on hearing each other but when we were like we were very passionate about what the fuck we were talking about i was i was about the body cams and you were mm-hmm. trying to defend how body cams aren't a thing not a thing but like how like it would trample civil liberties and things like right. that and we were just going back and forth but we would interrupt each other and it would just <laughs> but see we're we're able to have that discussion though Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no. You could tell there's there's an intensity to you and I, like we're we're talking about shit, but um, it's not like we're gonna kill each other. You know what I mean? But it it was more of a thing in which a Zoom. But I, but I think also when we talk to each other, I think we get to modify our own understandings and therefore our own views. You know, not not that subject. Not change not change each other's minds. I'm not saying that. True. But but offer a different perspective that maybe we hadn't thought of before. Yeah. So you actually get to fine tune what you're saying because because sometimes like like defund the police. It's too it it, it there's not enough there, you know? And it just it, it can be interpreted so many different ways. But if you talk about it, then you get to fine tune it to what it actually means and what it should actually be. It's good to have a conversation about these things. It really is, because like you hear about people tearing these statues down and I really haven't heard a vocalized point to it. It's not like I'm defending these fucking statues. They're fucking abhorrent because I know where they come from. Right. They're a direct opposition to a civil rights movement. Right. But there is a thing that should be taught about that because for now it's easy, black and white. That shit's not going to exist forever. Understand that. We're going to argue about other shit, ideologies, and that's going to be scary because a Mexican, a black guy, an Asian person, a white guy talking about ideology. Uh, My my thoughts about, you know, removing monuments and stuff like that is to prevent 
future racism. No, I'm down for removing them. Because, because obviously a lot of people kind of grew up and they weren't given the context. Of course. They, they weren't given the context. And so now, now they're part of society. Now they get to vote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and, and they get to they get to counter protest i don't know if you saw any of the videos of the counter protests <sighs> happening and they're starting to get fucking crazy yeah. one guy got sucker punched in front of a cop dude seen that cop, well like, he, you saw it yeah yeah and then he told the, he's all hey i just got hit in the back of the head and the cops started yelling at him yeah oh fuck i'm like god damn what what can you do this is getting radicalized, but I think that it's getting hijacked by people saying it's a race thing. But in reality, it is and it isn't. There's it's both. It's both. It's the system. Well, it's a lot of different things. It's a lot of different it is. It's the system. It's the racists that are working within the system. You know, a system that can amplify their, their voice and their power over minorities. Um, it's socioeconomics. It's, I, a, lot it's things. a lot of things. I want it to be this. If if um, Tyrone gets his uh, the statue gets taken down, I ask why was this good, and he can explain to me because of you know this shit was made in the seventies and da 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 you know, and then he, his kids know and his kids kids know, I'm okay with that. But if you say oh because it's racist, why is it racist? Well because it was made in the 1600s. What? No, yeah, a lot of people aren't gonna know that. No, well, I know that's. But, see, but being able to say, being able to say it's racist, it is racist. It is. It, it, you know, but I mean that that's a valid answer though. No, because like what's going to happen is some, it's going to be replaced by a new word. If you don't understand how this shit was created and the the process of thinking that goes this direction, repeat it in a different way. There's that, Kev. But there's 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 a lot of people that they don't give a shit. Oh, I agree. <laughs> they're, they're not going to read about it. They're not going to look at it. They're not going to look into it. They just know this thing needs to go. No, but that's why you're important. You, right there. I'm pointing at you again. <laughs> you're important because you're an educator. And I know that you're good and your students will be good forever. And I know that anyone who comes under your wing, they will be good forever because I know you. But it's not you. The system. Yeah. The system needs to be fixed where they need to learn these processes of thinking. Right now, right now, a hundred years from now, they're going to say, what pieces of shit would put someone in prison for fucking having a bad childhood? Because, like, you can rape ten different people, you know, because your dad raped you or whatever the fuck happened to you as a child. And because you were because you were touched in a certain way and triggered at that age, then you grew up to repeat those patterns. The future us who have learned all of this will judge us accordingly and say, how could they have imprisoned these fucking people? How dare they imprison this murderer who killed like 90 children or raped them because he was done this way. Right now we're judging hundreds of years of people who like enslaved people because that's what their world was. That's what they did. Right now, we're killing people left and right or in California, uh, death penalty wise, of murdering like children and things like that. But in reality, it's really because of how they grew up and all this other bullshit, right? There's usually a why, yeah. There is. There is. 
But a hundred years from now, those future generations are going to judge us accordingly and say, how dare those fucking people did. And hopefully we've learned to teach people these processes of thinking to get to that level rather than just judging us. You know, I don't, I don't care if they judge us. I'm just saying we're doing, we're no better back then than we are a hundred years from now. If we don't learn this whole aspect of the why they're doing this. The guy who's racist isn't racist because he just was bored racist. It's because he grew up that way. He saw this fucking statue of, was it Lee? And was like, yeah, that fucking guy, you know, my hero. You know, that's not how it happened. It was his dad pushed that shit, his socioeconomic section, you know, all that. It's another thing, though, you know. It's, it's another variable that exists within the system, you know. Yeah. Um, taking taking out the monuments, it, it it's it's a part of it, you know. Now melting them down and destroying them, I don't think that should happen. I I, I think I I hadn't thought of that idea of putting them in a museum. I think that's a good idea. You know, you yeah. put them somewhere not to celebrate them. Of never celebrate them. No, not to celebrate them. Not not a museum of like, hey, celebration of you know heroes of the South. You don't call it that. You call it like the museum of, of cautionary tales or something. I don't know. You gotta learn from Hitler, not become him. Right. <laughs> oh shit, dude. I, 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 I. It's not. I don't want to say I like. I enjoy. It. There's a, there's an interest in studying who he was and how that came about. Because yes. it's it, yeah. It, how was he able to influence so many people to do so many bad things right how- now? president came out and said i want you to murder every asian person that there is that's not going to happen but if there's a system in place things that are happening that can happen and all these little variables all these little things all these things learn we learn that yeah because right now that can happen to us because we're thinking i I take a high interest in studying him, learning about him, watching every documentary that I can watch about him. And I'm going to put a fucking Hitler statue on my goddamn, you know, my piano or a poster or something, right? And just stare at it, you know, oh, I know. I do not admire the man. No, okay. you learn. Lies. Learn how to be an evil. How did he do that? So that we won't do it again. Exactly. And then the same thing with these generals who thought to themselves, you know what? I could, you know, fight against slavery, but I'm going to fight for slavery. You know, things like, like this, like, like Tucker Carlson, how am I going to argue for like, oh yeah, sure. I'm against this whole kneeling on his knee, but he was a bad guy and riots are bad. You know, like just a footnote. He's a literally a Nino, you know, the Floyd. And let's talk about the riots. You know, you're missing the fucking message. You know, I, I'm not pro riot, but I mean, there, there is something that's happening and for a reason and it gets glossed over these fucking, it, it, <coughs> it's either white people or the black conservatives who are just trying to like the Hodge there's the Hodge twins and then there's Candace Owens. There's a couple other black people trying to make it. They're fucking even worse, dude. Cause they're like trying to like, I, I don't know. What's the word. Um, intellectualize why this was a good thing, you know? And, and what they do is they give, they give the, 
the easy thing. Yeah, what happened to Floyd was bad, but yeah, you shouldn't put a butt in there. There yeah. shouldn't be a butt. Yeah, this guy, he did this. He kneeled on this dude's neck, or uh, like he had drugs out. Uh, the guy who shot the t- taser, oh yeah, 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 he uh, he abused his kids and shit like that. So it makes it all right. That's what you're telling me. That's the you know that that's a lot of people lying to themselves too. No, they're making. Because they don't want to believe that that could happen to them. Oh, it won't happen to them. If I'm making money off of black people and conservatives by saying that uh, there's no such thing as racism and bullshit like that, you know what I mean? Like what happened to Floyd was his fault because he does all these bad things. And what happened to? Yeah, but when they leave, but when they leave, you know, OAN building or Fox News building or whatever, they're still African American out in the street again. Yeah, but they they're not African American like African American in Minnesota. Their their kids are in like La Jolla. Different. Yeah, it is different, but <sighs> No, what's happening to them in, is not happening to them in La Jolla. Right, 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 right. And that's a for people who don't understand, La Jolla is California's or San Diego's rich area. Yeah, like Rodeo Drive or Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when you're rich at that level, it's it, you're outside of that fucking thing. So I, I'm pretty sure Candace Owens' kid isn't going to the bar. I know that. And on the other side of the fence, Dave Chappelle's kids aren't going to fucking Detroit, Michigan schools and shit like that. Like, they're not going to any ghetto schools. So it's like, it's a weird thing where – your kids are obviously not going to these ghetto schools, you know, and you're, you're, you're talking on the behest of other people right? or suffering. Yeah, they probably shouldn't. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I wouldn't give them weight anyways, but having them there also makes people feel better about their point of views. Cause it's like, look, there's a black guy and they're agreeing with me. So it's okay. I know a lot of fucking white racist people who are like, fuck, these people say, I'm not racist. I believe in these people. But they're pretty much shitting on their own kind only because they're a novelty, you know, because... There's this thing that that I hadn't, I mean, I hadn't thought of, but yeah, there's people that think that they're not racist because they don't use the N-word, you know, or because they have, you know, a friend that Mm -hmm. is... This color or that color or whatever. Classic whiteness. But then when they break down when they break down their decisions, Mm -hmm. they're racist. Mm -hmm. But they don't recognize it because their definition of racism. You know what's weird? Narrow. We're not even black. We're like left out of this whole fucking conversation. I'm a Filipino. You're a Mexican. And well, there's more Mexicans there are blacks in America. But we're not even in part of this equation. We were when it was like build a wall, but we're not even part of any of this. But we can see what's wrong in the sense because we're outside looking in. Because I don't have a minority. It's not like I didn't get that job because of this. I didn't do this because of that. I'm not that guy, you know? I'm not inside that kind of um, racist racist territory you know what i mean but i mean dude uh, but i get judged accordingly you know and so do you uh depending on where you're going you know what i mean but we're not we're not there with the black people and they got at least a community to go to you know what i mean and uh if if outside looking in man optics don't look good 
there's a system in racism can't be stopped. It can't, but the outlook can. And I, I'll tell you what, uh, I, ta- I said this in another podcast, racism, and we, we got conflated with our shame talk, but it's a thing where there's racists now who were like racist and said, you know, I don't want this person because they're black. Now say, I don't like this person because of, and they have to like, they have to dig because they didn't tip or they didn't do this shit. They're still racist. 10 years ago, there was no difference, but now they're, they're like, well, I'm not, yeah, I, I like black people. No, you, you literally said you didn't like black people, you know? And that's only because time has changed. Shame is a thing. Those fucking idiots who are like, oh, I fucking hate black people can't say that shit anymore. So they got to hide. And it's a lot harder to act on it too. So yeah, it just be, I hate black people. You can't say that. Or they have to say yeah this, but you know they did they had done these other things too. Yeah, that's the new thing now is you have a lot of Fox News fucking people saying but blah 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 but and that that irritates the fuck out of me, especially like Tucker Carlson guy. Yeah, I mean, we can we can do things to discourage racism. I think that's where the monuments and education comes in. Um, but the system, and I think the system is rigged more against socioeconomic pressures as well. Yeah, um, I agree with you. You keep you 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 keep pushing a system that actually is a thing. Um, there, there's a reason why, like, um, if you're poor, you're treated a certain way. And then you do a certain kind of thing. And you, throughout four podcasts I've listened to, you keep bringing that up because you teach people at that level. And because it's not just black, because you're in California, because it's a melting pot, you know, you, you get an understanding of you're working with poor people, you know, and yes, black people are poor. And so that's why it's a thing in which we're like, it's racist, this, racist, that. It really is just, it really is poor people are getting fucked. Yeah. And no one's getting that. In because fact, within, to me. Within the same district, you see resources that other schools have that we don't have. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working, I'm working Title I school, you know, and, and I, I can see, and it's not, sometimes it's not even based on, on, the district and how the district is spending its money is just you see the areas and you see that it's you know single parent I mean single income family which means that there's always a parent at home you know that at during these times right now during quarantine can actually enforce whether or not their kids are going online you know to, to attend their online classes and stuff I'm working with either families that have two incomes or families that only have one parent and that parent's working all the time and the parent maybe has a high school diploma, you know, probably doesn't have a college background and so doesn't know their way around the online platform or whatever this net. Yeah, maybe they know Facebook or social media and stuff, but that's what they do to unwind. They don't have that energy or they want to trust their kids when their kids say, yeah, I did my homework. When it's a flat out fucking lie, but kids are kids. Kids are going to do what kids do and that's why we have school and that's why we have rules about school and we have you know, expectations and all that stuff because we're trying to kind of rein in our, our, our base impulses when we're kids, you know, to kind of just want to run free and try to get them to learn and get ready for the future. 
the, the problem is the system is, is rigged against them. And I'm working in a system that's rigged against them. But I'm trying not to perpetuate it, you know, in a way that would hurt them. I'm trying to teach my kids that they have to set a goal and then figure out what they have to do to reach that goal, you know, because it's not going to be a given. They're not going to have, you know, a trust fund to lean on or, or their parents aren't always going to be able to provide that parachute for them. They need to be able to make a plan. And when it's not working out, troubleshoot what's, what's not working here. What's, what's not going right. Instead of just saying, well, this is where I am. This is where I'm going to be. So I'm just going to accept it and I can just do whatever makes me feel good right now. I have to say that the who you are is a very important thing because um, any other person would probably, and most people kind of go in this direction. They kind of just, uh, they phone it in. They just kind of do whatever, you know, I work at a fucking pizza place now because I'm from Michigan and um, the job's pretty fucking easy, you know, working pizza, you know, you like it clean you can do this but you hear like individuals say something to the effect of like oh this shit sucks and blah 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 you know and that's what most people do they get stuck in these jobs that they don't want to be in and they just collect the paycheck you however in particular are the individual who's awake um you know like doom you know, the sleeper is awakened you are a person who is awoke in the truest of sense woke has become a word that's like like the n-word almost you're an actual person who is awake you when you're teaching your kids you're actually trying to teach your kids not from like a a point of one plus one is two but why is one plus one is two apple plus apple is two you're trying to give them actual and this is true this is fucking true it's not like i'm in your class to know this i know because of my what i know of you is you're not an individual who just does his job just to do it. You're actually trying to educate these kids in real ways. And the, you know, COVID-19 aside, you know, like I, I get it. You know, you got the internet and whatever. But when you're actually teaching kids, I can tell you're from a standpoint of, hey, look, this is how it's supposed to be. Look, the world is like this. And I can see you seeding actual reality into them. Yeah, I don't, I don't share too much of, like, me growing up, you know, and all the stuff that you know about, you know. Um, I don't start sharing that. School starts in July. I don't really start opening up until February, you know. That's with everybody. Though, like, like I don't tell people. But, but I, do, I do drip feed them, you know, some of my vulnerabilities huh. to, build that, to build that trust. And then when I lay it on them that you know that i grew up where they grew up that I, i've experienced similar loss you know um it, it it has more power because when they meet me they think oh this guy you know he he had perfect life his whole life and you know he probably got both of his parents still and this and that blah blah they'll make all their assumptions and and i'm, I'm okay with that i'm okay with that by the end I've actually taught them not to assume anything about anyone, yes, even yes. themselves, because they're assuming that what, that the hand that they've been dealt is that's it, you know, and that they can't try to modify their cards or try to, try to, try to fix their cards in a way 
to get them to the next level, you know? And one that, one that comes up is just, just a little insight here on, on, on my approach. When we talk about evolution in the classroom, right? And, and without fail, there's always somebody each year that talks about, well, you know, my religion taught me something different. I tell them, well, you know, it's important to understand, you know, uh, different viewpoints and look at evidence, you know, and I'm not trying to destroy religion. I'm not trying to say that you're wrong for believing what you believe, but it is important to understand, you know, all of the evidence that comes with, you know, the, the study of evolution. And, and, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I try to assign value to their values while also adding another value, a value of understanding and, and investigation and open-mindedness as well. Uh, you know, it's funny that you teach the way that you do because I don't even need to be in your class to understand that because you're the teacher that I would have and then think about for years to come. And I don't think that's an ego thing. I don't think that's a thing that you do on like you just do because you want admiration you want to be when you die you want people you just do it because it's the who you are you just want to give your all to something and i have to say uh, that's a beautiful thing it truly is and it, it, you're you're shaping the minds of these people that are you and that's what is important for all these people who are like racist and not racist and things like that. They're, they're going to get a teacher who kind of understands them. I'm like that too. Like when I'm talking to somebody, I don't tell them anything about me. I don't, I don't, I don't say, yeah, this is the who I am. I just, I am just who I am. But if they ask questions later on, because that's what happens naturally, you just do what you do. And then normally over time, they were like, so what about this and that? And you just be honest with them. And they're just like, what the fuck? And then this guy is like this. And the nerd's like, well, I get there's Where you demonstrate your values. You don't tell them you show them. Exactly. Like, just like religion. Like, you can't just say, believe in Jesus. You got to be who you are. I, I, I'll, we we oh. start out the year by, by having the kids share what they're into, you know? And I make notes. And I ask them questions, you know, they're presenting in front of the class and I'll ask them questions and stuff. And it's, you know, video games or cars or places or family or friends or whatever. And I'll dig in a little bit. And then I always try to hold that somewhere. I don't know how, but I, I can do it. And so when they start acting out, when they start making some decisions and, and, and doing stuff that, you know, is detrimental to the classroom, makes my job harder as, as a teacher or whatever, I used to take them aside you know, and not disrespect them in front of their friends, you know, and, and, and ask them, hey, you know, what's going on? You're not usually like this. Sometimes I'll flex using the authority as a teacher or whatever. I'll be like, hey, you know what? I could write a referral and call your parents, send you to the office and blah, blah, blah. I'd rather just figure it out here, you know, so that we don't got to go through all that. And, and, and you can keep learning and I can keep teaching, you know, and that's, the, that's the extent of me flexing my authority, you know, is basically saying, Hey, we could do it. We could go that way, but that pretty much takes it out of my hands and put it, puts it in other people's hands, or we could try to keep it here. And, um, I don't write referrals. I think I wrote, I wrote 
this year I think I wrote one referral, and that was because you know the school year got shortened. But uh, I the nineteen, you wrote a referral like you bitch, you didn't fucking get on. <laughs> no, like before, before. It's it's I don't even remember what it was for. If I even had to write one, it was probably it's usually something crazy like you know somebody like straight up injured. You have to explain. You have to. You do not have to explain why you did a referral. I get it. You're in good hands. I mean, well, not you are in good hands, but the students that you have are in good hands. And we all talk about the teacher we all learned from, right? We all say, well, there was this one sixth grade teacher, or there was seventh grade, or there was this eighth grade, or this ninth grade teacher, or my 12th grade teacher. Fuck. Sometimes we even forget the grade. And we're like, oh, yeah, Mr. Pergrapple, or Mr. Bob, or Mr. Zai, or whatever. We're like, that person, you know, in you know, affected me. And you know what? Ah, shit. You know, when both we, when we both started out, I wanted to be a teacher too. You just stuck with it. And, um, I just ran out of money. I was just fuck. I'll just keep going. I'll just go to the Navy. And that kind of moved me this way. But ever since then, I've been, I've been trying to not be like you in the sense, but always try to guide people off my past experiences experiences you know and um yeah long story short i will be that teacher not your teacher not like what you do but like say x-ray or a medical assistant or something like that down the road i will be that teacher and i want to be teaching what we do life experience and that's what you do and that's that's what's important but there's something else and this kind of goes to this this system problem right because I think we also remember the teachers that made life difficult for us. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And those teachers also leave a lasting impact. I'm not the only teacher that these kids visit. They have five or six other teachers that also affect them in their day. And sometimes me working with them at, you know, period six is a challenge because somebody fucked with them during period three. And, and, I don't know if you hear it, but I get upset, yeah. right? That that there's that there's there's teachers out there that don't teach with compassion, that actually trigger these kids almost on purpose because you know, it's, it's cool a pattern. off of flies, you know, yeah. Yeah. just to be cool. And it's like, why? Because now you fucked up the rest of that kid's day. So period four teacher has to deal with it. Period five teacher has to deal with it. Period six teacher has to deal with it. Then there's teachers in periods five and six that don't, that don't think about that. You know, maybe this kid actually showed up with a good attitude today and somebody else messed him up. They start thinking that's how this kid is all the damn time. Because every time they show up to my period five class, they're acting this way. Without sucking too much dick. I'm just saying like that what you do, it may, it, because the frustrating thing is though kev you would think that all teachers should think like this and they don't i know fuck i know no no it's not t-shirts it's people too in every facet of it's like you were trained at an epic level i don't know between you and me and our friends to think outside the box to think on the other side of the argument because you're coming from a stance of understanding so like here you got the teachers i mean you know, the students, and then they do some shit, and you don't think to yourself, oh, that guy's a piece of shit. You think to yourself, what happened? What made him a piece of shit today <laughs> to me right now? <laughs> I remember, I mean, 
I remember somebody was uh, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, was was talking shit to me, right? And I kept trying to remove myself from the situation to the point where I grabbed him and I threatened to kick his ass. Then he went and talked to you guys, and you guys did the same thing. You guys, well, what did you do or what happened? Because that's not that's not in his character. But it's because you guys already had gotten to know me. Yeah. In, that that's where the compassion comes in, getting to know each other first. And that's why we always start the year off with this for project. Real. For real. If Adrian would like fucking put his fist into you, I'd be like, what the fuck? What happened? I would literally fly back to California to fuck both of you up. To understand. Because <laughs> I probably did something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, it's it's really a thing in which, like, okay, if my kid does something, and this is how I am now, it, it is through our friendship that this is a thing where, because obviously I didn't have a parent, you know? Like, so I'm like, like, if something happens, I go, but why did you do that? Oh, okay. But why? And like, and, and, and just like little things, like, like, like my kid thinks that it's like the end of the world, right? Like he'll fuck something up and he'll be like, oh shit, I better, I'm like, look, bro, get off, fuck, dude. I just want to know why you did it. Oh, okay. This is why you did it. Okay. Let's not do, I don't even care about the other, I don't care what happened. I care why it happened and then how to fix it. And then that's how it is. And then when you, when you say something to the effect of like, I fucked this dude up, I'd be like, why oh okay you know i need to know all aspects of an argument and same thing with teaching let's get back to you and um when you're teaching that's who the who you are you're not like oh this kid doesn't do good at math um you think to yourself why did he do good math today is it school is it home and that's what you have to combat dude seriously that's a real thing you can be the perfect being doesn't matter they have to go home that's the home. that's the way it is there's some kids though i mean they'll tell you straight up you know it'll be like so what do you need i need a father yeah and you i mean they don't even need to say it you know what they need the you know? fact that they say that is pretty intuitive but the fact that other people probably don't even know it that they need a father or hey, hey, I hate to say it, but I need to stop being raped. I mean, like, there's a level there that you don't want to touch. I mean, that's you. But I, I know how I would be. I would know that this person, there's some shit going on, but I don't want to open that door. There's some people that don't want to know. There's some people that don't want to know. And that's where you get that's, that's where you I'm at. That's where you get people justifying and saying, uh, yeah, that shouldn't have happened, but because they don't want to acknowledge that they're on the side of the system that actually works for them. They're not on the side of the system that's working against them. You know, they like, have like, to find a way to justify it by saying, yeah, but you know what? They had drugs on them or they took their, their stun gun or they did this and that because they, they don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> they really don't. They will be judged accordingly in the future. Not now. I mean, you and I are judging, but I mean, a hundred years from now, They'd be like fucking barbarians saying this, saying, oh, he grabbed the stun gun. You know, that's not a killable offense. You know, things like that. And I, like, I, I know for a fact that when I'm talking to somebody and the things that they say, I'll know 
that there's some shit there that I want to open the door. Like if they say, come in my face, I'm like, hmm, this person's been molested. <laughs> I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do, well, yes, I am going to do it. Ah, uh, but I, I know some shit went down. I'm not, I, <laughs> I can't follow you there. <laughs> if a chick says, I, you would be hot. I want you to, with your friends, come in my face. You're like, uh, you've been fucked with. My friend, you have been fucked with. Steve, you need to stop. <laughs> I'm joking. No, hey, look, like, let's talk about Space Force. I finished it. Let's move on to some light subjects. I, I finished it, Space Force. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was good. I thought um, the last couple episodes were kind of weird. Really? I thought that's when the show started shining. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. No, no, no. It, it was good. It was just, uh, I felt it was. But it, it, it's because it, it's not the point of the, the 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 show, I know. But it just felt like them going from practicing going to the moon to being on the moon was like so quick. It was it was almost too fast. But that's not the point, right? The training and all that—that's not the point. Um, there were other things going on in there. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh... Damn, they got screwed over at the end, didn't they? <laughs> on that i thought it was beautiful when he said people forget what polio is because they get vaccines and they stop taking vaccines people forget what war is because and he's right that was a poignant thing to say in the year 2020 people are forgotten what things are because they're not that you know like you you're worried about bathrooms and shit worry about hunger you know that's a real thing you know, like your little problems here about socioeconomic stance, you know, that, that's pretty fucked up. But, you know, let's worry about people getting raped, you know? I think whether there's, I think we can operate at all levels. We don't need to focus on one. We don't but, focus, but, but we go backwards. I think, no, the, the, I think the point in there is not to go, not, not go backwards, not to not focus on things that are small or big, because that's, that's obviously relevant, right? Um, socioeconomic that matters big time to somebody that's living in it. And we talk to our our thirteen year old selves. We'd say, "Hey, yeah, this is you know this is a big fucking problem. I yeah. should not be living in this kind of place under these kinds of conditions." While somebody else my age is you know living it up in luxury, what did I do differently than them to deserve what I'm in versus what they're? In? You know? No, 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 no. But 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 what he's getting at is not to forget and go backwards mm. undo progress not to undo progress because you know the, the, the idea the 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 polio thing was anti that was a response to anti-vaxxers mm-hmm. anti-vaxxers can be anti-vaxxers because there's vaccines and you know they're trying to come up with all these reasons to stop taking vaccines exactly when hey look at all these lives that it saved mm-hmm. and and why go backwards on that why go back to a time where somebody could you know, get something uh, 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 like polio and become uh, um, disabled for the rest of their life. In war. War. Why be so quick to go back to war? Because everybody was so quick to go and bomb the Chinese back to the Stone Age, right? In the for show. Destroying a sign. Right. And, and what was going on a couple years ago? You know, Trump was threatening to go nuclear on, on, on fucking North Korea and to start a war and do all this shit. And everybody was forgetting 
how fucking crazy it is to go to war. Yeah. You know, how, how nervous everybody was during the eighties and the seventies, you know, about the cold war. Um, the, the threats that existed in the sixties, the fifties, the forties, the thirties going back. Why did we forget? And part of it goes back to education in the system again. It is, but it's more of a, um, people just forget and we never need to forget. And that's what I liked about it is that character itself is, I thought was an idiot because I, I, it sucks because it typecasted him, right? Because he's Michael Scott. Yeah. But I would, I don't know if that worked for him or against him because like in the end, when he's, when he's saying that shit, I was like, this guy is a measured person. It gives him an artificial arc. It doesn't work within Space Force. You have to have watched The Office to see it almost. Because you're right. You come in thinking he's Michael Scott. You know? But he's not. He's, Even from the beginning, he's not Michael Scott. Really. He's, you're, you're perceiving him as such. And he's kind of talking in a similar way and all this stuff. But he's got a lot more common sense to him. You know? Yeah, he's pretty. You know what I didn't like, and I have to say, it. I mean, I wish it was better written. Was the um, Air Force guy, the general? Uh, yeah, he acted like very childish with the flipping yeah. off, and and I was just like, it, it took away from what my, not Michael Scott, but the uh, the general the uh, Space Force was. It just took away from him, you know, because you had this goofy idiot, you know, fucking all flipping you off and, you know, and I'm killing your spaceman. I, I, it just, it just, it took away from him, you know? Yeah. Um, the other branches seem too antagonistic at times. And then they, then they switch. All of a sudden they, be, they become all common sensey, and it doesn't seem to fit. It, you know yeah, to an extent. And I thought that that was good. Actually, I really do think a lot of what they were saying was legit. Like, we can't do that. It's the Air Force guy. That's the, the way they wrote him fucked up everything in that area because it was pretty cool because they were like, yeah, we can fuck them up. But um, then they were like, whoa, we can't do this. We can't do that. They actually said that, you know. It was too much of a dick. The Air Force guy? It was almost yeah. He he was almost like a cartoon. Yeah, and that guy's a good actor, by the and way. This was real. It's the writing that was done. I think the writers, for some reason, I don't know why, had to create. I don't know. I just don't know. If they had written him, written written him differently, I think it would have worked better because everyone else kind of worked well. Yeah, he was he was too over the top. I think if he had been a little bit more passive and yeah. aggressive, exactly. And like snuck in, mm-hmm. you know, some of those jabs instead of being overt about it. Yeah, it's something to say, hey, you like to fuck dogs rather than fuck you and dogs. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm not a writer. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was, he, he was too out there. Yeah, was it, was. Too it was a good uh, show, though. It was a good show. It was a good show. I liked it. Be- it was better than the reviews that I watched. And, but it was good. I don't know. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. There was a lot of weird things that were going on. It was, some parts were written badly, but it works. Like, of course, a fucking young girl would go with some people who would fuck her over. Yeah. That's, uh... And I like John Malkovich. The headlines. You know John Malkovich? He was yeah. 
Yeah, um, and they made his character. I, I really, I really like the work he did in this one. Yeah, dude, and they made him gay. And usually, I'm anti that because when they make characters gay, it's usually for like you know, like we're trying to be woke. But it worked. It worked for the character. It worked for the show. Right. Yeah, because he got outed in not a cool way. No, no, no. He didn't get outed because he was gay. He got outed because, you know, it was kind of embarrassing. Even if it was a girl, it'd still be embarrassing. Yes, 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 yes. But it works. But yeah, no, it wasn't. It would have worked the same either way. Exactly. But, but the fact that he's gay and he just got outed that way kind of adds a little bit more to like, oh shit, you know. That, you know what? No, something a little bit more. The way that it happens, oh, I think worse. look at it worse. But I think that him being gay was a good character trait in the sense that it wasn't. It didn't feel like it was forced in my face. Right. Not like um, you don't know this, but there's Shira. You don't watch the show, but uh, on Netflix they got Shira. They redid it, right? And I go, I, I I don't watch it. My wife, who is a alpha feminist, she goes. Oh, I love the show. I'm like, cool. I like Shiro back in the day because it was pretty fucking cool. He-Man and Shiro were tight. Shiro's a comedy. If you ever fucking watched Shiro back in the day, Jesus Christ. Shit. Like, I know I watched Shiro back in the day. I don't remember anything. Just no. like I watched He-Man back in the day, I don't remember it. It was Simpsons of its time. Like, literally, she would do things like this. And then the Arrow guy, who's supposed to be alpha male, he's like, I don't know. You want me to go there? And she's like, she would do these things and do this and then he was like want me to shoot them with my arrow and she goes no you idiot do this and i'm like i thought it was pretty cool because they made the the, the traditional male to be fucking stupid and to her to be like fuck distance do this it was ahead of its time it was really good well they got shira now right and i i, I saw it and i was like it seems too woke and it seems like because there's all these gay characters and shit and i was like huh a lot of gay characters. I bet Shiro's going to be a lesbian because she's alpha. She's too alpha. She has to get with girls because straight women can't be alpha. And my wife's like, that's bullshit. Straight women can be alpha. I'm like, no, 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 no. She could be a lesbian. Watch. Five seasons later, that chick kisses another girl, love, all that. And I was like, told you. And my wife's like, mm. you know, like, that's what you do. If you make a chick too alpha, too woke, you're going to make her a lesbian. That's what's going to happen. But the thing about John Malkovich's character is they weren't trying to be woke. It just kind of organically happens. The fact that he's gay, I was just like, doesn't affect me at all. Because right. It's just casual. It's just, it's the fact that they, they put that out there on, in front of everybody. Right. And yeah, you're right. I think it it's it it was written in a way where it wasn't meant to shock you. Yeah, him wasn't the thing. It was the fact that you know he was he wasn't a spy. <laughs> he was trading love letters, you know, to somebody, you know, yeah. digital love letters. Um, that that should be where we're at someday. You know, where it's not the thing that makes it funny. Yeah. It's, it's just the way it is. That's that's kind of that's what they achieved, right? That's what they did with the show, but that's what we're trying to do also with race and everything else. I agree, I agree. In the end, there's a common theme here. It shouldn't be 
the race or the sexism or something like that. It should be just written them in such a way where it just happens the way it is, you know? Now, is a hard right conservative going to be able to watch the show that same way? Space Force? No, they're going to fucking shit on the show. And because they're so fucking homophobic, they're going to shit on other things more thoroughly. But because there's homophobia in there, they're going to say, I don't like how it's written. I don't like when they directed this episode. They're going to find other things and make it. Because because there were some, oh, there are some right-leaning things that they talk about. In you what? Know, the, importance, the importance of the military. A Space Force, yeah. When he said, yeah. so poignant when he goes, imagine a satellite that could help the climate and millions of dollars. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. AOC, the AOC wannabe. Oh, yeah, the AOC. I and thought that was cool. Imagine that being taken away because, you know, a foreign interest. And like, oh, shit. You know, and that was like, yeah. So the show's definitely down the middle. Yeah. That, yeah. They're, they're kind of pointing out the absurdities on both sides. You know, yeah. Trump is a character that only responds through tweets. And they're usually like crazy, right? But, <laughs> you know, there was one thing that I disagreed with. Um, so they got married and then she goes to prison. And then she uh, proposes open marriage, right? I was like, marriage is a thing. Yeah. How I feel in my head is marriage is this. If we're still married, we're married. You know, I don't, they try to make an open relationship a good thing. In the end, I would have been like, for me personally, because I'm married, I'm like, if my wife were to propose that, I'm like, let's divorce. She goes, no. Okay, okay you're going to cheat on me then because that's where I'm at. Right. Because the, the definition of marriage, it's a personal thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that you should work out ahead of time. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, before we get married, this is what my idea is. You know, I'm going to be faithful to you. You're going to be faithful to me physically and emotionally, you know, and, and we're going to share this and this going forward. It's yeah. not so much a prenup, but it's just like laying out what your values are in terms of defining a marriage. And I would have liked to have seen the general kind of stick more to his guns. Yeah, in the in the sense too, because like, I mean, realistic. I mean, it is a TV show, and it's supposed to be fantastical and stuff like that. But they were hitting some real points, so I figured they should go all the way. In reality, for marriage, for me personally, and not like I love my wife and everything, but like. It's not the end all be all, but if she were to die or go to prison, I'm pretty much done. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to go date. I'm going to, even if someone's like, yeah, let's fuck. I'm, I'm that, I am of that person, but maybe, maybe because it's my age. Well, then again, I'm 38, so I don't know, but I am literally of the person who's like, you know what? I'm good. You know, I'm with that. Look at a supermodel right now with your hair flowing up. Yeah, because it's fucking hot. So I get the- <laughs> yeah, it's hot over here too. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. And it seems like the general was kind of of that same mind too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this guy's like me. But then he was like, yeah, I'm totally gonna fuck other chicks. And I'm like, I don't know if I I could do that. I I, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen him stick to his guns or them to to explore the idea that you know what. If that's what you think marriage is, then guess what? We can't be in this marriage anymore. Exactly. They, they should have done it. In. Instead of forcing him into progressing in that direction. Yeah. But because I'm not, and I'm not saying an open marriage is worse than a closed marriage or anything. I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not saying none of that. 
You know, if two people come together and they agree that they're going to be an open marriage, okay, then that's fine. They, them two agree that that's what their marriage is going to be like. Exactly. But, but here, his wife changed it, you know, and expected him to change. And they kind of set him up as like a bad person for not wanting to change. I, I thought that was so unrealistic. Like if my wife was like, you need to have a vagina. I would be like, no. If she would have said open marriage, I would have like, no. I, I no. Like, and the thing is, she was already fucking around before she had even broached this with him. You're just okay. You know, it's hard to it's it's hard to confirm that, but yeah, in that second episode when she's like, you know, my my self I can take it exactly. When she said that, I was just like, yeah, that's obviously they fucked, but hard to tell right she already no i think she had already said that she had that she had a pretty close relationship with one of the guards or something like that she did say that i don't know i just thought that was stupid i mean you i would, think the guard ends up with them at the breakout or whatever yeah it, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it was stupid stupid but but uh because it is possible you know for a person to say well you know what okay you know you convinced me i guess we'll we'll redefine where our marriage is yeah. But they kind of put him in a negative light for not wanting to change initially. I agree. And, like, I hate to say it, but, like, a lot of the media and, and movies and TV shows are trying to make that a thing. Understand that. I love fucking. I love other chicks. You know, that kind of thing. But when you marry, you kind of make the contract. And then when you want to break it, you want to do other things. That's a two-way street. Yeah, it, that's it. It's not like, oh, yeah, I'm a piece of shit for not fucking going with that. That's like if I just decided, you know what? Hitting my wife is a good thing. You know, I can't just decide that. Yeah, she should accept it and take it. Yeah, I mean, that's retarded. And that's being pushed in her media. I mean, like, it's good. Dude, li- believe it or not, I hate to tell you, but it's there's a reality of if if I live another 60 years and my wife dies, I'm good. Like, I mean, I hate to tell you that. That's a real thing. Like, we're, it's not like I'm like, oh, I need to fuck. I need to get with another girl, another companion, and things like that. The media does that weird kind of fucking thing where it's like, it makes up shit. Where like, yeah, you, you, you break up with your wife or your wife dies, and then you need to move on. Moving on isn't a thing. Like, I'm good. That yeah. part of life is over. You know? That's it. You know, that, that's a reality. And same thing with anything like, 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 um, uh, you don't need, you don't need to move on. There's not, there's not a need there. You yeah. can have, you can have intimate relationships with friends and that doesn't need to be physical. And, and yeah, exactly. I can have a deep relationship with my friend, but we don't need to fuck, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, but like, seriously, I'm trying I, to open this door this whole time. Damn it. God damn it, I opened this fucking door. Let's fuck. No, no, but the reality is, like, that's not, like, the driving factor. I, I swear to God, dude, it seems to be that some people, they, 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 not people, but th- these people who make these movies and videos, they, uh, they have this weird thought process where people need to fuck. I mean, like, I mean, yes, they do, but they don't need... I don't know how to explain it. Well, here's the other thing, though. I mean, you're saying that now, that if something were to happen, that you'd be good, right? Whatever. But you really don't know until you're there. That's true, but you do. But, but I mean, but when you're there, and if you're there and you're feeling that, you shouldn't be told that you're wrong for feeling what you're feeling. That's true, too. But... So, so like, 
you know, let's say, let, let's fast forward 60 years and you're by yourself for 30 years or whatever. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I can't say, Kev, come on, man, get out there. We got to fuck, you know, they, they rebuilt our dicks and, you know, we can go out and have sex now. You know, I, I see what you're saying. You know, you're right. Because I, I, I know from my point of view, when an explosion happens, I know that people will run away and I'll run towards it. I know that from experience. But you don't know until you know. You know what I mean? Like, I think to myself, I'm the guy who will fuck this guy up and then get beat up. I know that from experience. So, yes, you're right. There's a thing. But, you know, like, from my point of view, it, I don't know how to explain. For, you, do, you do have a pretty good grasp of yourself, though. I mean, I, you, you, you kind of you know more or less where you're going to want to lean. But at the same time, you die. And like, we're not good or bad. It's just that if she were to die, I, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't move on. I mean, that's how I am now. Maybe because she's alive. I don't know. Shit. But I feel like I know myself. Like, I'm like, this is it. This is it. I've committed to this. And then if she dies, I'm done. And like, that's not now frou-frou science. That's not something I'm just I. But, but at the same time, we don't know what else is going to cross our path afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. Something else might something else might might happen. You'd be like, shit! I totally thought I didn't want that anymore, but this person's really cool, you know. You're fucking you're fucking right. For me to for me to say, yeah, I'm done. It's hubris. It, no, it, no, no, no. That's just where you're at right now. Yeah, that's where you're at right now at this point in time. You know, this stellar alignment. You know, this this progression of time in the universe. That's where you're at right now. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, because I've had fights with my wife where I'm like, I want to end this. But even then, if we had divorced, I would have been like, I'm still done with it. You know, and you're right, though. You're right, though. You don't know until you know. You don't. There was one more thing I was going to bring up. Because um, we're pretty much done. We, we covered a lot of topics. Uh, have you watched anything lately? I'm going to watch that Dave Chappelle. Yes. It's good. It's powerful. It's poignant. And undisputable. And when he shits on Candace Owen, Candace Owen is, is the Republican's Trojan horse. It's she is black, a female, and she could talk. So when you say something like, you know, black people, this, black people, that, she can then say, I'm black. I know. Dude. You have to watch, right now when we get off, watch at least the first two or three, oh, I don't know how late it is for you, oh, it's freaking midnight. You work tomorrow? I'm good. Dude. No, tomorrow, yeah. But I have a kid, so. Watch, watch right now, those first, at least the first three episodes of The Mandalorian, The Making of. Oh, yeah. When Dave, Dave Filoni breaks, breaks down uh, some shit that happens in episode one, and uh, ah, I loved it. I don't know, I dug it. And it, it kind of happens out of nowhere, too. You know what? Mandalorian's a good show, and Hannibal is a good show. Hannibal's good. I got to watch that again. Dude, it's on Netflix. I wa I'm watching it again for the second one. Mad, Mads Mickelson, Mads, whatever. Right? Yes. Mad Mickelson. I watched it because I already know arrest, the rest of it. And when I watched it again, I'm like, oh, wow. This my friend is well written there's things that are layered in there i have to say 
whoever wrote that, you know, some people write shows and they're just writing shows to write shows. There's shows like Mandalorian that exist because that's love. Like how they wrote that show as love. I don't know why, for whatever reason, they wrote Hannibal. They fucking love the source material. They love what they're doing because Hannibal Lecter is all into this one guy. And when you're watching it, you don't see it. But knowing that he's into him, if you pay attention to that, he's into him. Not gay-wise, but like into him. Like, like here I am a being that's higher intellectually than most others and then this there's this guy and he he does certain things you're like ha he's not like the other sheep let's let's explore and then it becomes a thing where you know it switches from exploring to love in in a weird way without him even knowing that i'm not gonna break it for you but i am gonna definitely watch mandalorian because when i watched mandalorian i was like this is why they created cinema this is why it's good because as you're watching it it's it's so well written there is rarely a a fucking show or or movie or anything that's written in a certain way where um the main character says nothing really yeah but everything is conveyed and what they did with the beauty of this is, is he's wearing a mask the whole time so you don't see him emote. So it's really the writing and his actions and the storytelling that makes it strong. And that's why the man of the There's one thing they said really quick, sorry, but they said that they actually used the stillness of his character to emote because he's so still all of the time that when he does do a little twitch or something, it's meaningful. Because you're not used to seeing him react to something. You're that's used to seeing him Stoic. Good writing. That's yeah. good. that was them recognizing, you know, they, they needed to go with this direction in terms of yeah. how they were directing him. And I like how they did the Jew thing, you know? I like they're Nazis. Like yeah. they're Nazis. That's what they are. They got these characters who played Nazi characters in other form. And it's it's so good. It's <laughs> good. It's like I'm taking your money. This is Nazi money. I'm it's taking good. it. <laughs> but then like at the end of it it's like it's fun. and the show the show gave me a lot more respect too for uh gina carano she's so okay i've watched haywire and other movies she was in she's not a good actress and uh i think she's in deadpool right yes but this show when she's in it's not because of her acting it's the way it's written yes and her character it's like a hard core character you're a character you're a rebel you're a human being who didn't want to do the things you wanted to do and then you did them and right. now you're trying to atone for them right you know? and the anger is there but you let it go because you won your side won but the demon is there you know and she unleashes it and then there's a camaraderie there where she is like when you find her on that planet and she's fucking up the such a good show. I'm watching Clone Wars with my kid now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so, man, that Nathan Fillion, man, dude, he knows what he's doing, dude. <laughs> Is it Nathan or David? Nathan Fillion? David Filoni? No. Oh, Dave Filoni. Yeah, Dave Filoni. 
Filoni, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we know who we're talking about, the show. Yeah. Dude, he does Clone Wars, and I remember shitting on the show, dude, so hard. And my kid was such a baby. He was in the playpen. I would put it on just because, you know, putting it on the background while I do other shit. And I would catch myself watching it. It got to a point where I was watching it. Well, okay, so they he breaks down how he came into Star Wars, right? Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell don't fucking tell me. Don't. But 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 it's cause Clone Wars is not just his it's it's not even like it wasn't even his idea. For real? Because it feels like somebody got handed to him. He, he came in he came in after the Clone Wars the animated one to to work on the digital animated one. I don't know if you remember there was a Clone yeah. Wars animated one. Cartoon where in like Dexter's laboratory. Yes, Craig. Craig I forgot his name. Yeah, he did it. He was brought in after that. Yeah, you could tell. No, no, no. You could tell there was like a lot of um, things that were going on, and it was pretty good. The Clone Wars happens, and it's a bunch of mishmash. That first season's like a bunch of shit, but then season two hits, and there is something there. Well, I think I think it's because he he kind of earns his his cred in that first season, yeah. right? Because he's he's all throughout the production of Mandalorian, and all the directors kind of talk about that he it's, was like he was always there to 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 to, to kind of fine tune whatever was happening, to be like George Lucas, but without having to be George Lucas. No, but he felt like he was the mastermind of it. I I know John Favreau was there. Yeah, and Favreau did a good job at trusting him because but, Favreau doesn't know all the lore. But Filoni felt because I've watched Clone Wars and Rebels, and and right. when I'm watching these shows, I'm like, it's like a person who really cared about the source material and just cared about the characters and did give in the wokeness. I mean, they do kind of towards the end. Because writers writers usually have these rules that they establish for characters, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, their attitudes, their values, what they would and wouldn't do in certain situations. And then when they write something out, they kind of vet it through that. You know, would Homer Simpson really react this way in this situation? Yeah. And that's changed over 30 seasons. That's why I can't watch The Simpsons anymore. I don't like new Homer. I, I can't stand him. Because he's not the Homer. Cause he's I- not Homer seasons two through ten. Or nine, actually, is where I kind of cut it off. It's funny you should say that because I've been watching The Simpsons since – because my kid, right? Yeah. All about it. I've been watching uh, uh, Homer Simpson from season one and on, and it's different because I'm a parent. And um, I get a lot of the things that Homer does. Not choking his kid and whatever. Right, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, the things that he does, like, for instance, uh, there was an episode season three it was. Um, he's in a Reader's Digest. And uh, back then, before the internet, you would get this 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 magazine that got a bunch of magazines in one. And he's reading it, and he's trying to live the life of of uh, that magazine. As a dad, as you progress in life, you you get something new that's that's good and hip, and then you try to push it on everybody else. That's what <laughs> you do, dad. And like that's what I do. I'm like, oh look, I learned the William Hoff method of breathing. This is what we'll do for now on. You know, you try to, <laughs> you know, you try to teach your kid that. You know, and then they're like, they're just confused and baffled by what you do. But then I'm watching something that happened 30 years ago, and I'm watching, and I've watched it. Like I've watched The Simpsons since Tracy Ullman. You know, 
And I didn't get the jokes. I got the metaphors. I'm watching my kid watch this shit. And he's loving it, you know? And I'm watching it and I'm respecting the show in a different light because I'm, I don't know, they're in. And when I see them writing the show, how they wrote it, they're writing it from a parent's point of view. That's what that is. And, and you know, Homer's character, he's, uh, he's ignorant, but it's innocent. You know, he's not, he's not trying to be mean or anything like that, but he's, he's kind of going through things as a child would, you know, but he's, he's also a dad. He also has to work. Yeah. And, and, adult. and adult that's that way. Then that's right. Cause we're still learning. We're still growing. And, and we, we can see the Homer in us, you know, that we could actually go ahead and embrace that ignorance and go and learn and grow. Um, but here with, with, with Mandalorian, it was people that, it was mainly Dave Filoni, right? Yes. Who, who, kind of, who kind of looked at the characters and the universe and said, this, is, this makes sense within this universe. This doesn't make sense within this universe. I am with that 100,000%, like in the sense of any movie, any movie written. I'm like, would this character act the same way? Like, for instance, when you watch uh, Paranormal Activity, right? And, like, the demon fucking starts hitting her and shit like that. He's like, I could fucking take it on. I'm like, huh? wait, what? As a human being, would you be a person who thought, yeah, all of history, we're going to take on demons? Yeah, just out of the blue. Well, and they, they talk about the Mandalorian's arc, right? Yeah. He, at the very beginning, you kind of you kind of see that he, you know, was traumatized and, you know... Uh, kind of victimized by the droid army of course and they put it in context you know if you're a star wars nerd you're like well that makes sense because that droid whatever you geek out on it by the end he's learned to trust not not just like accept them but to start to trust droids and if anything allow that uh, ig11 to make the sacrifice when know? that happens that's just and it took eight episodes to get there that's a that's a real arc it wasn't like a snap like hey he just decided to let this dude you know, uh, uh, to him as a Mandalorian, when he takes that fucking helmet off for the first fucking time, right? And you see a scared, defeated person. He's like, <gasps> that that guy. Um, I think he plays um, Narcos. Yeah, Narcos, right? He's the he's the main guy, right? The main bad. That guy should have got Emmy just for that because he was like destroyed fucked up it was fear you know like to hear this heartless fucking guy who could take on all these people who's earned this reputation because he was in control the entire time and that time it, it was a situation that he there was no way out of you know what though if you watch the show he's not in control he just gives off that impression and for right the time you see his face he's not in control he's just right. winging it just like all of us like han solo did I mean, that's the beauty of that show. Mandalorian is going to be the most underrated show in all of history in the sense that it took a Star Wars property and gave humanity to it. You know what I mean? That's where, that's where you know, that Baby Yoda thing, kind of, it's a double-edged sword, you know? Got a lot of people to watch it, mm -hmm. but also kind of hijacked the show, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, to where maybe people aren't paying attention to those. Humanity of the Mandalorian. You know, like as you and I are talking about the Mandalorian, aren't you not thinking about the song? Yeah. Like the whole time we were talking and having this conversation, I have a theme in my head. But 
what's happening is people are talking about Baby Yoda. Well, I, I uh, I'll, pro- I'll probably watch the series again. But I think the next one's supposed to come out in a couple months. Whatever, probably I will show watch it again because that is one of the greatest shows ever. And like, you know what's great about it? And other than that, is the um, Apollo Creed guy. His name. I liked him at, when he first when he first came out and he was talking the way he was talking. I was like, "Why is he acting like that's the character?" Yeah, no, and but his, I, his, his that's his that's his way of speaking and and his pattern, and he stuck to it. Yeah, the guy the guy who is in Predator and Apollo Creed can play a character in which I <laughs> I don't know where he stands. I know where he stands. He's a hero to me. You know what I mean? And it's just, just how he talks, you know? That's a good actor. Underrated. In Oh, man, dude. There's a lot of... Yeah, I didn't get it at first. When he came on, I didn't get it at first. But then I remembered, I go, this guy's actually a pretty good actor. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's actually a pretty good actor. If he's doing this, there's a reason for it. Yeah. And then we're realizing that's, that's the character he created. You know, he, he created this character he, with a speech pattern. And it's in space, so who knows? That might be how they talk on his planet. Well, not just that. Like, literally, if he were to portray the Mandalorian in an epic way, like he loses his arm or something like that, I could see us going that direction. Because as of now, I trust him completely. But he has created a character where you you could see why he would betray you. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, he, he, he was able to keep it ambiguous. I think through that speech pattern. Yeah. Just always trying to figure out, you know, what's this guy's deal. But like he gave such a, a gravitas to it, you know, you are a warrior who is wearing steel or whatever. The Valerian steel is really good. And I, I don't know, man, just, 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 just the way he talks. I don't know. That guy, Apollo Creed, predator guy. Dude, yeah. I thought you were a guy to trust. Dude, he is a really good actor now this is this is kind of what the cool thing is about this whole conflux of disney buying marvel buying uh basically everything and buying star wars everything under the sun right because that's where that's where disney kind of got to start working with john favreau yeah but marvel john favreau comes with the package you know and all of a sudden you got access to to this guy who has these great ideas, but also knows how to pick people and put people in the right spots to create something great that everybody really expects to fail or not to do as good. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting the Mandalorian to do as good as it did. I mean, I was looking forward to it, but I was like, there's no way. I was like, there's no way that a TV show could have the production values, you know, or the weight that, that a Star Wars, you know, a movie has. And I have a feeling, though, if the Mandalorian is really good. If he was given a budget of half the prod uh, of, of the money he was given, it would still be of that good of that nature. Yeah. I don't. His skill is of that that it, money isn't a thing, because a lot of that stuff could have been done like uh, in reality, you know, without all that shit that you talked about. Well, I mean, I'm I'm curious as to what the budget was for the show, because at eight episodes, it's almost like three movies. Dude, it looked like a pretty advanced budget. It just it, felt that way. It felt that way. When when I'm watching the Razor Crest, the shit fly around and stuff, I'm like, it looks like it was shot for the movies. Dude, you could pick any scene and you could yeah. 
the movie scene because oh, it, when they're in the snow, when they're fucking fighting the fucking AT, oh, when they build up that scene with Gina Corona or Serona, whatever her fucking name is, look, they got an AT, whatever fucking Walker, they built it up. You know what I mean? And here I am watching Clone Wars. I'm right now in season three or whatever the fuck with, or season two with, with the the Clone Wars as in, um, I think it's the one where the chick, the Duchess, where she's going to die eventually, but she's in there and the the Obi-Wan has to defend her and they have that inner drama between her and him. It's like, Filoni created a situation in which, like, here you have a Jedi, you know, and he has this energy about him where he has to give away feelings and shit. Because that leads to the dark side. But then he's got these real feelings for a female. And it's cool because Obi-Wan, no, Obi-Wan, uh, Darth Vader, whatever his fucking name is, he's like, you, you got a thing for her. Because he's sensing those feelings and shit, because he's more attuned to that. I thought that that whole dynamic, all of that, was beautiful. That was so strong, you know. In fact, I wish they would crush the Clone Wars and create a live-action show of it. Because that's, that's real drama. That's internal drama. It's and that's that a lot of us can identify with. You it's know, source. What we know is right, and what do we know shouldn't be, or whatever. Yeah, it took the source material of Jedi and made it a, 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 an actual thing. Like, there's actual conflict. You know, it's always man versus nature, man versus man. It's, it's him versus himself, you know? Because he has to do Jedi shit, you know? But he's it's not a- just him versus himself. It's him versus the, the a value system that, himself. That, he, that he values, but now he's like, shit, you know? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not able to follow it a hundred percent. Such a beautiful thing to have a thing in which here you are in love with somebody, and then everyone can agree with that's a thing. But then you have a sense of duty, you know. Yeah. I gotta, and it's built up up to that point, and we all know what happens when you don't follow the duty of a Jedi. How dangerous that can be. I just think that there's more to explore there. It's just that it's confined into this cartoon but i really do think that would be a more poignant show in which i have love and if i follow this path i will then kill everyone i know and love to to achieve this not as badly written as the star wars trilogy you know like oh santa's course you know anakin skywalker that piece of shit fucking trilogy but Obi-Wan is legit. Like, like he knows that if he falls in love with this lady, she won't become the person she's supposed to be. Which she ends up dying anyways. But she's not the person who will run 1,500 systems and, and do the right thing. And he will then give up to vengeance and kill a bunch of people because he doesn't do that. She dies. He doesn't end up being a vengeful person. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's so much there to explore. You know, and Anakin is such a simplistic character in which um, he's the he's the everyman, right? It's oh my fucking girl's about to die. I'm gonna kill everyone for it. And everyone could relate to that, and that's who Anakin is. He just so happens to have the power to do it. Right. And um, I that's why I wish they would crush the Clone Wars and turn it into an actual show. Mandalorian, good shit. 
keep going. I could see them doing good things. But Clone Wars, there's something there to be valued. I think I think what what's there is the fact that there's good writing. <laughs> and tap into that. Well, you know? writers who understand the lore and move right. forward. Yeah. Right. And they aren't trying to change it. Are you okay? <laughs> I burped and coughed at the same time. Oh, way to go, Drake. Yeah, not writers. Not writers that are out to change the lore or, or, or you know, surprise fans, but want to take the lore, you know, value it and add to it. You yes. Know, or expand yeah. it. You yeah. know, or work within it to create maybe these other little viewpoints that you hadn't thought of, but still working within the rules. Yeah, that's good writing. You have them in place, and then you kind of work around it. It's world building. That's why Lord of the Rings works. You know, and or Game of Thrones or whatever. You know. Oh shit! Give me a second. You said something and now you're glitching. Let me say it. Okay, we're good. We're good. Look, I was gonna say one more thing. Uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Filoni, Star Wars. Oh yeah, I was watching. I was watching the um, Clone Wars, and I thought to myself, the Clone Wars was written wrong. Like when I. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out. I'm a better writer than most people. I'm going to throw that out because I'm an idiot. Is that when I heard the word Clone Wars, I thought it was an awesome idea of people fighting their own clones. Like as in maybe they should have did something to the effect of you're fighting your own clones. You'd have Jedi. You'd have all these fucking people. And that make it more of an epic war as opposed to robots, separatists, all that bullshit, and we just cloned a bunch of people. Why, did you, why, why the fuck are you calling it Clone Wars? You would think you would call it Clone Wars because the very thing that makes it special is because there's clones. And wouldn't it have been awesome if, rather than you fighting robots and separatists, it was a clone that thought, oh yeah, we're better doppelgangers. Right. A doppelganger war. You know what I mean? You would have your own Jedi Council and everything else. I, don't, I just don't know why this was a missed opportunity. I did, I, it's written wrong. Yeah, that would have been cool. Have a clone of like Obi-Wan or something like that. But Star Trek Nemesis kind of did it. Maybe a little bit. No. That's, he was a clone of Picard. Yeah, but he was a clone of Picard because he was supposed to take over the fucking Federation. And because that got scrapped, he then... It's like fuck! I'm throwing away. Uh, I'm gonna take over now. Uh, was it? Um, oh shit! Exo Squad. That would have been awesome, but that's like different from clones. I gotta, yeah, I gotta pee. I'm gonna pee my pants. All right, we're recording. I think. Can you hear me? Yes. All right, I got to end this because it's been three hours and my kid needs to go to sleep this whole clock. And because you got to watch the Mandalorian making of thing. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things I got to watch, let's just say. And we're not going to record again until next week anyways. All right. So, hey, you know, a lot of good topics. Anything you want to bring up? No, man. I mean, you know, I'm going to start writing stuff down. You know what? That's a good idea. I do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> And there's like thousands of pages of stuff. So that's how that works out. But I have to say, 
we had a good podcast, three hours worth of good stuff. We talked some nerd shit. We talked some real shit. And we got it done. And as always, if you like our shit you, or you disagree with our shit, or you have another comment that um, articulates one of my point or Ever's point or a new point, do it. It's on the YouTube. If you can find us, YouTube on Podcast for We, like and subscribe, share amongst yourselves. I'm going to load this on the pod, on the SoundCloud, and it'll be on iTunes. You can leave a review if you want, shit on us as you want. And uh, basically, all we do is two nerds talk about some shit and uh, get into other shit, which we shouldn't do. But we do it because... We have the mind to do it. You have anything else to say, uh, Matt? Uh, oh, said my dog, my fucking kid. <laughs> Ever, you have anything to say? Yeah, you know, you guys are welcome to the discussion. It's not a challenge; it's an invitation. You know, we're. I mean, we. I, I think we learn a lot from each other, and I think we, you know, we'd be open to learning from other people too. It's it's such a true statement in the sense that we do learn from each other. In the sense that we, I say some things, you say some things, and then I I notice that as I've listened to these fucking podcasts, usually I listen to them just to see, hear, listen to the audio quality. But I'll actually some eventually listen to something that we're saying, and I'm like, wow, I learned a little bit more. In fact, there's some points that you actually do say that I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm stupid for not listening. And I'm surprised that you have these conversations with. But, but, but we're, we're, we're sincere. You know, we're both sincere in, in wanting to do the right thing, you know. And, but, but a lot of times it's kind of hard to figure out what that is and how that is. It's good that we have counterpoints to argue with each other. And we are trying to listen to each other and every once in a while, our ego takes over, and we're trying to figure out how we're right. I know I do that. But, like, sometimes I'll be listening to our, the, the podcast that we make, and I'm like, well, you know, there's a point to that. You know, when, when you said training, I was against what you would say. Then I heard other people talk about it in a different way. And I'm like, man, there are things that I just don't grasp right or right way but then i'll learn later on that's a lot of people that's a lot of people but the important thing is that you're listening still yeah you're not, you're not just hearing them and saying oh it sounds like they're not agreeing with me so i'm just gonna not fucking listen to them no you're we listen to them yeah and i find that that that's the thing in the world and it's a way in which you have to present the information like i'm not like when people say fuck mask i don't go like yeah you're stupid i go yeah, I see what you're saying, but the reality is I don't mind people dying. It's just that it does statistically make sense that if you and I are wearing masks when we cough, we're to, the, to each other, we're not going to get these. Yeah. And by in like in respect to racism, I mean racism does exist. You ain't fixing that, but if you fix the system, you can. You know, and that's how how we are, you know. This is a good convo. This is good. Anyways, if you like, like and subscribe, share, and all that good. Well, that is what you say is that. We uh, we had some fun times, good times. This one went a little bit long in the tooth. And, man, it was late finishing that shit up. And I was losing, losing all context for what we were talking about. Not really. It was still good. We stayed strong. We ended strong. 
like like I said before, enjoy, you know, this podcast. Please uh, be feel free to comment on the YouTube. You can find us at Podcast for We <laughs> on the YouTube. You can comment there. See, tell us how wrong we are or how right we are. Who knows? You'd be yelling at that one Asian guy. Um, let's see. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Twitter. Podcast for me. The only thing that holds the moniker podcast for we is the YouTube version. But you can find us on iTunes podcast for me. Because that's how I started out. I'm not changing the name. <laughs> and always, be the better person that you were yesterday. Do something that you wanted to do tomorrow, today. And always, stay frosty. Devil and the devil is free.